0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly
1: Auto Parts. Media he covers your story, your story will be covered oh, L- from the L- ground the up. Dominate. The oh, that the a I'm the only He's a motherfucking motherfucker, Jason Lee.
0: All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of The Jason Lee Show. Now, my next guest isn't, um, you know, she isn't a stranger to us, although we haven't seen her in a long time. We glue up, glue up, glowed up. We came up at The Jason Lee Show, and I came down in my weight since she was here last. Uh, please welcome my friend, basketball star, and she's a person who owns Queen's Court down, Evelyn Lozada. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Can I just say I am so proud of you. The last time we uh, had an interview and we sat down, it was like in this like little like kind of like studio. But I mean, I was walking in here. I'm in the green room. I'm like, Jason is doing some big. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm so proud of you. And you look amazing. Thank you. Yes, we have a green room.
1: No, I mean, and liquor back there, like lights if you want to take some. I'm like, this was this was thought out. So yeah. you're doing so amazing.
0: Okay, now she told me that I look good. I've been telling Evelyn this ever since I was 300 pounds. And you know, I'm not 300 pounds anymore. You look great.
1: Oh, thank you. Now,
0: dude, now um, you're 47.
1: I just turned 48 like three days ago.
0: 48, three days ago. Yeah. This is 48. I'm 46. Did you, when you were younger, did you think that that you would look like this at forty-seven, or because I know I didn't, forty-six was old to me as a kid.
1: I mean, forty was old as a kid. Think about your parents, and you're like, oh my god, my mom is forty, and you're like, she's old as fuck, right? Yeah. But now reflecting, I'm like, dang, I, I don't feel like. I didn't know what I was gonna look like, but I make it a point to I mean, I have my son, he's nine. Like I'm my daughter keeps me young, so I try my best to, you know, stay, eat right, do the things that you're supposed to do. But yeah, I thought at forty eight I'm thinking you are like almost dead, you know? But
0: now, wait, are you single now? Um, yes. You're single shit, <laughs> <laughs> a It was the pause for me, you know, look, me and Evelyn, because a lot of you out there have have accused us of being friends who hang out on the weekends in the dark shadows of Hollywood (laughs) and plot on people. We never hang out. We never really see each other. But I always feel like every time we chat, whether it's Instagram or in person, it's almost like we just talked last week. So I want to just level set. Like, I don't, the questions I'm asking, I really don't know the
1: answers to Right, right. And I think that um, that's the good thing about our friendship. Like, I have friends that, listen, I may not be able to go to your event or th- and we may not talk all the time. But when you speak to each other, it's like we've never skipped a beat. Yeah. And nobody's sensitive about it. You yeah. know, you just saw a shot recently. Yes. So.
0: Well, her daughter came to my birthday party. Her daughter is snatched just like this. Her <laughs> daughter looks like she could be her sister, which is crazy. So you're single, but th- most people would look at you and say, if you're, if you look like this, you're as articulate, smart, successful, independent, strong woman of color. Why, why single? Is it you're choosing to be single yes. now? What Really?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I, I'm choosing to be single. Um, I... Tried, I was engaged, you know, I Uh met my ex fiance on Queen's Court. Uh we were going to get
0: into that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and you know what? I mean, we're still friends to this day, but I just started feeling like I don't know if this is what I want, Mm -hmm. right? And um, I like being independent. I go home, I call my own shots. I don't have to make an extra meal. I already have my son. So, I don't know, I'm content, you know? I'm definitely single by choice. It's not like, oh my God, you know, some people are like, oh, she can't keep a man, but I... I am, I'm happy in the space that I'm in.
0: But you moved to LA cause you used to live in a weird city, Arizona or te- yeah. Texas. Or, was it was Arizona? Arizona, which was weird because when you, we think basketball-wise LA, Evelyn Lozada <laughs> riding down Sunset Boulevard <laughs> with the drop top. You know, I always thought you were here, but you were away. Is it because you I just was. were not the LA type girl? Like you wanted to be pop in, do your work, then pop back out? So
1: I lived in Arizona because at the time I was uh, engaged to my son's father. And during the offseason, he played here for the Dodgers. During the offseason, we would live in uh, Arizona, which yeah. is that's where training camp was. Right. So that's why I lived there six months. I lived here for another six months. And then when that relationship was over, I permanently moved to California in 2018.
0: But people were and people were telling me Arizona is like the fun spot to go part. Like people are telling me that's a hidden gem that I don't know about.
1: Is well that, Scottsdale, Scottsdale is yeah, is like, but you know, that wasn't my life when I lived there either. It's like, you know, I would do little appearances here and there and if we had people come in town, we would go to Scottsdale for dinner. But you know, my life has been pretty uh aside from, you know, doing the show and other things, it's like I go right back into it's my low cocoon. Key. It is low key and I love it, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, but it. you but you work so hard to put so much out in front of the camera forward. I do. And people fall in love, love or hate Evelyn. I love Evelyn, I don't care. <laughs> What she's done, who she's read, that mouth can be vicious, but you could also, you know, we're yeah. not a monolith. We're not one one thing. Right. Um, okay, so you you then move back to L.A. Now you're here. I never see you out at the clubs. I don't see you at the fancy restaurants. Do you not pop in and out of those scenes, or do you just stay at home, tucked away on the other side of the hill?
1: I literally stay tucked away. <laughs> I, I really do. I do the show. It's so chaotic doing the show, as you know. It's like... Three, four months of just crazy, you're on like this emotional roller coaster. It's stressful. And aside from me doing the show, I have a son that I take care of, and he's like a sports kid. So it's like I'm trying to juggle, you know, promoting my businesses, the show, motherhood, and it's a lot. So when I'm done with that, I go right back to what I call regular life. And I'm at the baseball games with the baseball moms doing baseball.
0: baseball moms that could be the next show
1: that's like a whole other culture of it's a whole other thing and it takes a lot of energy like when you have kids that play sports especially baseball it's time-consuming if they're doing tournaments. So, um, yeah, once I'm done doing the Hollywood stuff, I go there and I go back to normal life, and I don't look like this.
0: You know, I'm not going to say where she lives because all of us have stalkers to some degree. But your neighbors are like Jamie Fox and all. So, like, you have—do you run into celebrity neighbors at stores or? All the at, time. Do you?
1: All the Who time. Who do you run into? Um, so where, um, we stay, so I, it's like an array of people. So like I've ran into Ray J several times. Ray J
0: does live over there.
1: Yeah. We were talking recently cause we did uh, celebrity squares uh-huh. and I'm like, dude, you literally live like, 30 seconds from my house, but we never, you know, we we only run into each other if we happen to see each other there, kids coming out of cars and stuff like that. But you know, you just act like nothing like, oh, hey, bye, and you keep it going. You know, there's like a lot of rappers and stuff that live.
0: Celebrity Squares, I did that too. How proud are you of DC, Young Fly?
1: Oh my, so proud of him, so proud of him. He's just, he's, he's so humble and you know, despite everything obviously that he's going through. Um, just a, a great energy and I'm happy for him. And I, I feel like he deserves everything in the universe. And I don't know, I feel like he could be, you know, sad, you know, depressed, living under a rock, but you can tell that, you know, he is, you know, doing his best to just continue on with life, be a great dad. So I'm proud of him.
0: And such a good person. Did you know Jackie O? Have you ever I met her? I did it. Mm-mm. Yeah, she was sweet. Um. Yeah. So when you, you know, she, Jackie O, as you know, uh, DC Young Flies, the uh, mother of his children, who died um, undergoing a surgery uh, procedure, um, have you ever had plastic surgery?
1: I have. I had my titties done twice. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I had to like, and now I think we're at a- Wait,
0: done twice Meaning up twice or down up? Because sometimes y'all be getting them and then y'all don't like them and then you exchange them like a Happy Meal, then they got to go down.
1: No, so the first set- They look good, by the way. Thank you. So the first set was, uh, was saline. So then I had them for ten years, and then I'm like, mm, I want something that feels a little more natural, and then I just ended up switching the the implant to silicone. Oh. So, but I never did a lift, or but I never breastfed my kids. Like I was more worried about my titties more than anything. <laughs> I'm like, you know, if you have allergies, it's fine. You're gonna have Similac, like you're gonna be cool. better. Give
0: them Similac than saline. <laughs> Okay, exactly. so the saline—that's the fluid. That's just fluid. Yes. Okay, so does the the texture feel different? You know, I don't know. A thousand percent. <laughs> okay. so
1: like saline is is a salt water in the implant, and then silicone is more of kind of like a jelly mm. feel. So it feels, it feels a little more. more natural. do you want to feel mine? To no. See
0: feel Listen. Like? If- <laughs> You talk about going viral, Jason Lee grabbed, I haven't grabbed a titty in so long, I'm almost tempted to, but I'm running for office. No, I want you
1: to so you can, oh, is it gonna, no, so you can feel like how great they feel here. Okay, I'm
0: only gonna do this for the culture.
1: I know, I mean, they feel great, right? They feel real, they actually
0: feel really nice. I might grab some titties now once in a while. Yeah, I love Evelyn, by the way. Thank you for coming.
1: Of course. I'm okay, so excited. So now
0: I can say on my list of resume, I've met the president, I've talked to the vice president, I've helped kids and I've grabbed Evelyn Lozada's titties. All right. <laughs> so you're single. I now am. you're a different type of chick though for LA. Like you're beautiful, you're successful, you're very clear minded on who you are as a woman. Yes. You're cool, you're fun. You have the beautiful daughter you can party with. You're in, in my mind, every man's dream. You're not going to find them out here. You know that, right?
1: Um, yeah, I, I I don't think I am. Yeah, And that's fine. I feel like I'm not super pressed about it. I'm kind of like, hey, if I meet him at a baseball field, cool. If he hops into my DMs, cool, because I feel like that's how people meet each other right. now. Facts. Or if maybe somebody introduces me to whoever this person is, I'm fine with that too. But it's not like, I feel like I have friends that are so... Fixated on wanting to like meet a person, so they're out all the time. And for me, I'm like, listen, if it's meant to be, so there's no habit, pressure. No pressure at all, because I'm very content where my life is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I do the same thing all the time. Shanice is always like, I had the fun mom. Leo has the boring mom. <laughs> you know, because my life is so structured with him.
0: Well, was, was did she have the fun mom because at the time? you all are how farther apart in age?
1: 17. I had her at 17. Okay,
0: so she, you, you were a young mom. Yeah. Okay. So I
1: was a young mom. She was growing up with me. She was traveling with me and my girlfriends. You know, Jennifer, that's yeah. on basketball, she met Shanice when she was seven years old. So, you know, I'm hanging out, Miami, whatever, New York, and, you know, not that Shanice was hanging out with us at night, but she was around my yeah, girlfriends. Yeah. So. Um she did a lot with us and she's always like, "I had the fun mom."
0: So I just got a condo in Miami. Miami and LA very different.
1: Oh, I love Miami. I love
0: Miami. Fuck. <laughs> LA weather is great, but Miami nightlife, the restaurants, the beach, the just everything is so different.
1: So different and I feel like the, the
0: culture water,
1: the culture. I feel like the food is amazing too, mm-hmm. but um there's something about driving and seeing that water, the yeah. ocean is just I miss it. I lived there for five years. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we started the show there yeah. in Miami. So we're we're walling, we're drinking, we're having a good time. That's why you have those epic scenes, because we were kind of <laughs> like, sure, let's do this reality show.
0: And so basketball wise, everybody know Evelyn <laughs> is one of the, the the one of the iconic people from the show. I got a text ironically today from Tammy Roman too. Oh, And Tammy, like all the, you know, we know all the icons. But yeah. you and Jennifer, you all are friends now or no? Yes, we're okay. friends now. Because y'all have had an up and down.
1: We did. a lot. You know, some of the up and down stem from different things. You know, when I was with Chad, she was very opinionated about Chad, uh-huh. which at the time, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you don't really see what they see, right? Because you're... 10 toes in with this person. You're in love with him, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, in hindsight, she was being honest, but I also felt like, why are you intruding in my relationship? Mm -hmm. And then show stuff, you know, shit happens on the show. And then, you know, I don't know. It was tough, but I feel like as we're getting older, I wanted to make peace with that situation because I've known her for-
0: A long time.
1: 20 years. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I don't want to beef with Jennifer. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do it on the show. Like I feel my mom loves Jennifer. So it, it was just one of those things where, you know, let's figure this out and and move on. And we were able to do that this past season. And like genuinely, not just for show. Cause yeah. you know, sometimes you're forced yeah. to kind of like patch it up <laughs> for TV world, yeah. but for us, uh, you know, in, in real life, we're genuinely, back connected and back
0: Well, and everybody knows you're a survivor of domestic violence when you you were in the relationship with Chad. At the time when you were in the relationship, was she telling you he wasn't good for you?
1: Yeah, and it wasn't about, um, it wasn't anything as far as like him uh, being abusive. It was more so like, she just knew that he just wasn't good, you mm. know? Like, you know, oh, he's a media whore or, you know, I don't know, you know? Like, she just had a reservation about, about him. About him, yeah. Yeah, and which, which I get now, but then I didn't really, I didn't see it. And if I did, I didn't want to see it because, you know, we had a whirlwind of, like, this love affair that we yeah. had, which was crazy. And
0: both of you just, I don't know him, but knowing you and seeing him online, I can tell, like, that's just a... I can tell, like the sexual energy was probably really strong, but the energy in general, because big personality, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, I said recently we had so much fun together, um, jokes, the kids, family, that type of stuff. But you know, when it was great, it was super great, and then obviously yeah. when it was bad, it was just the next level. Of- when
0: when you look back over what you went through with that and coming out of it on the other side, and like when women, because I feel like sometimes women are the most non-compassionate people when other women are going through shit. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, That makes sense. I feel like we do live in a world where things are said that don't happen, but when you know things are happening, there's not enough compassion given to people. I felt like you were one of those people that didn't get the amount of compassion you deserve for what you were going through.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Why is that?
1: I think it had a lot to do with the show. I think it had a lot to do with... Everything that happened those seasons, you know, like I'm hopping over a table, I'm, you know, throwing a bottle at somebody. So I think people were probably like, "Mm, I get that this happened to her, but what did she do that led to that? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, and and it was a tough time for me because I felt, you know, it was like a victim being Mm re-victimized, you know? So I'm like, I didn't do anything, you know, but, you know, with him and I had got into an argument and it led to that, you know, infamous headbutt. But, you know, I think that's why I got a bad rap. And I still have still to this day comments of people who are fans of his and love him that are like, oh, my God, you ruined his life. And I'm just like, but listen, I started my foundation after that. You know, I have helped, you know, many women behind closed doors, you know, whether it was helping them flee from New York City to L.A. You know, that's what I'm passionate about now. And um, yeah, so but I think that's why you know people gave me a hard time because they're like, oh, she has a bad fucking attitude. But it's the
0: same thing that people tune in week after week after week, demanding more camera time. Like we entertain them; they love it because they still bring up the infamous drink throwing thing with me eight years ago. Yeah, you know, it's like I remember that. Well, (laughs) I'm trying to forget it.
1: <laughs> Too but, bad for Google.
0: <laughs> but you know but you know, we we, we, we grow, like there are moments we all go through when we sign up for reality T V yeah. where we're doing it to entertain the audience, but then the audience is unable to make a distinction between the moment you see on T V and the whole life we're living in real life.
1: Right. You know they don't realize that you are a whole other person outside of the show. I have had people meet me, not like years ago, I would be like, oh my God, you're so nice. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm the most kind person. On the show, I never start shit. Like I'm not a shit starter. People, I'm not known as the liar. You know, I'm not known as the messy one that like you know talks about everybody. I'm I'm usually very reactive. Mm -hmm. um, And obviously, you see what you see. uh, But yeah, you know, it's just it's just a part of what you know our job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Evelyn is a Sagittarius. I'm learning there's a difference between Sag Sag men and Sag women. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a Sag man. Never again um problematic um very all about them i can't what type of man what sign do you avoid do you have any uh, signs?
1: leos are I'm you a leo. leo are you
0: and you just let me grab your oh, breath. so technically no you re- leo man really
1: yeah i you know well
0: see Sag men that there's maybe it's just a compatibility thing where it's just not yeah, no yeah.
1: it's not and i didn't realize this till later so My ex Antoine of 10 years, he's a Leo. And then my son's father, he's a Leo. And then I had someone do my birth chart and they were like, you should mind you they don't know like my dating history but you know she's like this older cuban lady she was like you should never date leos and i'm like Fucking a. it makes sense now you know so i try to kind of stay away from that
0: what is it though what is the energy between a sag and a leo that doesn't click is it that the because you know they say like well, it's all about us or what i mean i don't know maybe it is what is right. it that what is the energy for you that I think
1: the energy for me was we, we, we both had the very strong personalities, Definitely. and I also felt like these relationships kind of limit, was, it was limiting me somehow. Like I felt like I couldn't be like my full self, but um, yeah, so I mean, although I had a lot of fun, y'all are a lot of fun, <laughs> like spontaneous, kind of like, but it was just something there where I felt kind of like I couldn't fully be Evelyn. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we're going to go back to Jen real quick. So Jen now is engaged to get married. Yes. And she's found the love of her life. Now, Jen, when she was on Basketball Wise, at first I used to be annoyed with her <laughs> because I really didn't feel like she was showing up enough as her authentic self. But now I feel like she's starting to show more of her. Is that accurate? or?
1: Yeah, it's definitely accurate. I feel, I, I think you you have it <laughs> pegged. Um Me seeing Jennifer now and being around her now, even just with shooting the show, like she has found her voice Yeah, and she will cut you the fuck up with just her (laughs) mouth. You know, obviously she's never the type to get up, throw a drink, Mm -hmm. you know, swing on you. She's not that person. She'll get up and walk away Mm -hmm. before anything. But um, yeah, she's definitely found her confidence and her voice to, to defend herself. So... You know, um, I'm sure, you know, people will see that on the show this season.
0: Now, you know, she went through a real traumatic relationship where she was in an abusive, I'll say alleged abusive situation with the guy from Sweetie Pies.
1: Right. We call him Timmy Thick Thighs.
0: Okay. (laughs) Timmy Thick Thighs was the guy from Sweetie Pies who hired somebody to kill his nephew. Yes. And they murdered him. They did. Can I tell you something that I've never really talked about publicly? Why? He hired somebody to kill me.
1: You're lying. Real story. But, what? Hired
0: somebody to kill me. You know how I found out? The day the person he hired to kill me came to do it, they were filming me and I was with somebody that, the, that he knew. And when they sent him the video, he called the person and said, why are you with this guy? We all ended up on the phone together. And he was mad that I talked about his, his thighs on my show. I, well, my, co- my co-host at the time, Giovanni, said that he had hips like female hips.
1: Right. And, well everybody said that,
0: but he wanted to kill me for that, and he had he was paying this person to do it <gasps> and so it was kind of scary to know that like that happened. We had been dealing with it privately, but he actually hired somebody to kill his own nephew, right, and she was going through this relationship. did you know she was in in an abusive relationship at the time
1: i so we were filming the show at the time, and I went with her to court because there were a lot of weird things going on. I think people thought this was for the show, but it was really something that she was dealing with, with, you know, this man, you know, uh, doing drive-bys around her house. like Stalking they, her. Stalking her. So there were weird things going on. And obviously after, you know, I, I know that energy. So she ended up going to court. Um, they had like this whole court battle. I don't remember exactly what, what happened with their litigation, but... Once I heard about the nephew, you know, being killed, I was like, oh, my God, like Jennifer. I mean, if if somebody's capable of doing that to their own flesh and blood, like, I mean, he could have did it to Jennifer. So it was definitely scary. Happy he's where he's at, clearly. Um, I had no idea that, like, that's it's scary.
0: And so it made me more aware of my own personal safety and, you know, the power words and all this and that. Have you been in a situation like that ever where somebody's been stalking you or... You had a situation where you thought this could go really bad.
1: No, I've had weird things happen, like getting mail and, and stuff to my home. And I'm always like, okay, how, how do these people even know where I live? Uh, but I never had anyone, you know, um, stalk me or anything like that. Mm. Thank God. Mm. Yeah.
0: Carl Crawford.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's my baby daddy. <laughs> people, <laughs> I've never, like, can I just tell you? Yes. You are the first person to ask me anything about
0: Carl. I know. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know this guy. I know he played in uh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. And um, you guys separated and you don't ever talk about him.
1: I don't. This season, I was actually very upset because one of the new cast members came in talking about Carl and basically saying that when him and I met, I was like his side chick and it was all bullshit, right? And so, she
0: didn't know you when you met him.
1: She didn't know me when she, I met him. What I'm She saying. knew him because, So how does
0: she even know that?
1: Well, because she's friends with his the, the first mother of his kids. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever, we met, life went on, things happened or whatever, but I was never the side chick. Anyway, she came on the show and she started this bullshit <laughs> So now I have to defend it, which means I now have to talk about Carl. I have never in the fucking history of doing this show, Jason, have I ever talked about Carl. I don't want to, I don't need to, I don't need to talk about Carl for storyline. He's my son's father. We still have the co-parents. So, you know, I try to like leave him out of anything, the show, but unfortunately he was, you know, a topic of conversation because this
0: season. Because Vanessa the op. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, I ain't want to say her name, but go ahead.
0: I'm going to speak her name for you. Okay, so Vanessa brought Carl into her storyline because she's a friend of his ex. Yes. And that gives her a storyline to have against you, who's mm-hmm. been in the show for X amount of years. Yes. And one of the OGs of the show.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Carl Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> How is co parenting?
1: Great. We have a great relationship. Oh, we we have no we have zero drama. We have never had court issues. We nothing. Like we literally we co-parent and we do the best we can. You know, obviously he flies in town to see Leo and stuff, but we don't have any drama. Like when we broke up, we broke up. You know who Why did
0: y'all break up?
1: Well, he's infidelity.
0: See, Charlemagne, you keep saying black men don't cheat. So what you basically are saying is that Carl was a black boy, because black men don't cheat, but he cheated. Why did he cheat on you?
1: I have no idea. You, How did you maybe find you could get Carl on here. Um, I found out through some acquaintances and stuff that he had was was doing some things. Honestly, I was in denial. Like I know he played baseball, he was another athlete, but at this point, we were together four years we were in the process of planning a wedding so we broke up in february of 2017
0: you were engaged
1: yeah we were getting married that summer in arizona we had paid for the place and everything and that's what i'm saying so things happened, and i was just like i can't do this i was just doing in vitro um i was doing ivf because um after leo i had three miscarriages so i was carl yeah
0: so why you, you already had one kid. Yes. Then you had had three miscarriages, Correct. which is traumatic mm-hmm. emotionally and in everything else. Then you're an IVF, which is to help you get pregnant. Yes. By a person you're planning to marry. Yep. You already had paid for the place to get married to? Mm-hmm. Did you have the list already lit? Who you no, were inviting? No, the list,
1: the, the, we were working on the list.
0: And then you found out there's all these other people.
1: Then I found out that he was um, doing his thing.
0: Was he in another relationship? No. Okay, he was just being...
1: He was just, you know, having a good time.
0: Like Tristan Thompson level having a good time with multiple women or you don't know?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I know when I had started getting wind of, you know, him doing something in, in Houston, I had a conversation with him because we happened to be in Arizona And he didn't deny it. You know, he was just like, you know, I'm sorry. You know, you don't, you're a great mom. You're a great woman. You don't deserve this. I also think that, you know, at this point in Carl's life, Carl had retired baseball. You know, you have to think he started playing at 17 years old. So now he's like, uh, he's retired And now he's able to really live his life how he wants to because baseball will take over your life. Like, he was unable to celebrate birthdays and really live his life, so now he's free. And this was right before he started uh, 1501. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I kind of feel like he was becoming someone new. I mean, he could have been doing it the whole time. I don't fucking know. Mm. But, you know, he was definitely, you know, thinking about doing the record label and doing these things. And I also feel like... Oh, God knew what he was doing because I don't think I would be able to deal with um, CEO Carl. Because he was a different person when he played with the Dodgers.
0: Who was he when he played with the Dodgers?
1: You know, he still had that strong personality that we, that you guys sometimes see. But, you know, he, life was more structured. You know, he would go to the to the games with suits on and, you know, baseball Carl was different. He didn't have social media. It was just a different <laughs> time he didn't have you know a tattoo on his face like it was just
0: how did he morph into Suge knight how i'm i'm confused
1: i I guess being in the music industry which i remember here when he was initially going to start the label This was like the beginning of the end for us. And I remember thinking, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Right? Like every athlete wants to do music. You know, people in the music industry want to be athletes. It's just (laughs) what it is. But, you know, I'm actually on the flip side of that. I'm actually proud of him for what he's been able to accomplish, right? Because not a lot of guys are able to, you know... I mean, he just got a Hall of Fame award. You know, like, Carl is, like, a real legit, like, athletic guy. Like, he, you know, he's accomplished a lot in that realm. But, um, yeah, then he, you know, started 1501, and I was thinking, oh, my God, like, what is he doing? But, you know, obviously he knew something because I guess, I mean, I know there's drama or whatever's going on, but... You know,
0: but when you're when you're with somebody like Carl, you have he seemed more disciplined, like you're saying as an athlete. And and Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's like a culture that requires him to be, you know, especially MLB is different than basketball and football. They ain't playing that. Yeah. Okay. so now you're in this world. You have this man. You have the kid. You're trying to get another baby. You're scheduled to get married. You find out your man. cheats. do you walk away from that right then? Yes. That's it. That's it. See, because for me as a Leo. Lying, cheating, stealing—those are tiebreakers. Like I, I'm not messing around with you. If you lie, cheat, you steal the first time, I'm out. Yeah. Is that one of your things? Where like you will not forgive somebody cheating?
1: No, and I also think I'm older and wiser. Like we're we're now in our 40s. Like I'm not going to. So with Antoine, 10 years, he cheated a thousand times, and I kept forgiving him and working at the relationship. I'm not, I don't have that time no more. Like, I'm not wasting 10 time years. Yeah, your time's up. Like, you know, I know I'm 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 a great mom to your kids. I know I've been a great stepmom to your other kids. I know I've been a great fiance, you know, in this household. You know, like I, I just wasn't dealing with it. And that was it. That was the beginning of the end. We never got back. Um, I will say this, I also think it allowed for him to live his life how he wanted to, which is what he tapped into and um he seemed very very happy you know sometimes you have to allow people to live their lives how they want to even if like obviously I was hurt I had a son we had a kid together the whole wedding I'm like where's life gonna go but I was like fuck this like I know my worth and I'm not I'm not dealing with that you know like I know what I bring to the table as a woman and not that I'm perfect but I know I was good to him
0: and you got your own money which I think isn't that a part an important part of being in a relationship where you? I think Beyonce told Oprah a long time ago, like make sure you have your own stuff first, so that way you can have the courage to leave. Because a lot of women stay in relationships that are unhealthy, whether they're abusive or not, just because they don't have the means to move on.
1: Exactly, and I feel like having your own life, your own career, it just gives you so much power. Um, I even with Shanice, we talk about this all the time. You know, I with Antoine. I stopped working, and whenever shit went left, he would be like, I'm taking the car. I'm cutting the credit card off. Like, there's, you know, that- it, Control. It, yeah, it was a control thing, and it stressed me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I would never be in this position ever again. So although life was great, you know, with him, he played baseball, I always tried to do my own thing. I had live in Lazada on Oprah's Network Own. You know, I promoted, like, my earrings. I, I always tried to do something outside of that relationship in case it goes left, I have something to fall back on. And I'm glad that I did.
0: And so you leave the relationship and you never talk about it publicly until today. Um, <laughs> why, did you, why did you give him so much grace if he cheated on you? He ruined the wedding. He didn't take into account all the stress you went through with the three miscarriages and all that. Why did you give him grace?
1: Because why not? Like, why am I gonna be bitter? You know, Why am I gonna be angry? We still need to co-parent. My son all the time is like, so why did you guys break up? I'm like, we just separated. You know, because I feel like it's not, I can't have these conversations with you until you get older. I don't ever want his his mind to be tainted when it comes to his dad. So I never say anything negative about Carl. Um, Never? Never.
0: You never, my dad, my mom used to always say your dad's a piece of shit. You never have done that?
1: Never have done that. Man. I, and my mom would do it with my dad. She would be like, he ain't shit. We going to the corner in Brooklyn to get $40 for school clothes that he would give. You know, and yeah. it was hard for him to give it. But I never talk negative about him. And it, it, it it's more for my son. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love my son and I don't, I, I just... You know, it's his dad at the end of the day, and I know he looks up to him. So, you know, I keep all this shit to myself. And then, you know, if he gets older and wants to discuss things... But, yeah, he went through a time where, like, why you can't marry my dad? Why we can't go to Houston? I'm thinking, bro.
0: <laughs> Only if you knew. I'm
1: like, I don't want to marry your dad, and I don't want to go to Houston. But, you know, it's just... Yeah, it's just a respect thing, and... Um, Yeah, I just, I feel like it it comes with healing and all that stuff. Like, I don't want to be bitter talking shit about him on the show and and like, for what?
0: But then you see the Carl Crawford that we know now, (laughs) because we did not know the Carl Crawford that you described with the suit on going to, we we know the Carl Crawford with the tattoo on the face and the Megan Thee Stallion controversy that has just followed him. When you see his relationship with Megan Thee Stallion, what do you make of that?
1: I feel, I don't know the ins and outs, right? I just know what you know, because by the time he started all of that, uh, the relationship was over. I do know that he put a lot of money and energy into the label. Um, So, you know, it's unfortunate because I feel like they've been able to both accomplish amazing things, you know, like he, I guess, helped put her out or whatever happens. But you know, I, I'm hoping that it's over soon. I mean, how many years has it been? It's been like, what, four years of this? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I know she wants to, I guess, be free, and I'm sure he wants his money. So hopefully they figure it out so everybody can move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you ever sign his music label?
1: I, would I ever sign to his music label? Just, you're
0: not doing no. If Evelyn Lozada comes out with a rap album, I'm telling you. Oh. Would you do music?
1: hell no (laughs) I don't want nothing to do with that industry or anything like that no
0: okay so you're back on basketball wise you took a break for a long time I did why
1: I felt like I needed a reset Uh you know a lot was going on prior to me leaving and I just felt like this is just this is not like feeding me no more um it was just becoming too controversial and just too crazy and I felt like I needed a breather. So mm. I ended up leaving. Even Shawnee took a break from it because it was it was a lot going on at the time. Mm-hmm. And people are always ask me, why do you go back to the show? You know, I go back to the show because I really feel... I was the first person that filmed on the show. Like, I also feel like this is like my baby. Right. You know, and um, I want it to do well, even if I'm not on it. Like, I want the show... I mean, to look back on it now, we're 200 plus uh episodes in like you know a lot has been accomplished 11 years 10 11 years it's been a long fucking time so it's like I wanted the show to do great if I'm not on it if I'm on it it's just I needed a minute to just reset and focus on other things Mm
0: -hmm. when you were there last was that the that was the season with the whole OG moments Mm -hmm. that was a lot it was. And it wasn't just a lot for what you went through. It's a lot for anybody in, around, in the show or around the show that went through because I, everybody that's been watching, you know I went through that whole thing too because anybody that had an opinion about the scenes that you all were in drew a line based on things that I think are people are affected by outside the show, right? Uh, correct. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from that whole controversy with OG?
1: You know, this is, at this point, I mean, a couple of years ago, I had been on the show, what, uh, nine years, how many episodes did I shoot? I felt like no matter what I say, people are gonna have their own opinion based off of their own experience or whatever they see on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, people like Jennifer, if, if I was this person, I feel like, for example, Jennifer, my best friend for many years could have been like, you know what? She she said, you know, funny things around me when, you know, maybe when we weren't friends. But, you know, no one has ever said anything like this about me. Mm-hmm. I have filmed so many scenes drunk, Jason, mm-hmm. in Miami. And I've done crazy things. And I've said crazy things out of my mouth. I've never said anything, you know, racist or I've never... You know, I don't even... I honestly don't... I always say I don't think like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not... It's not, I grew up in New York. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, we say crazy shit. Which is the
0: melting pot for like every race, every ethnicity, every culture, music, food. I mean, it literally, the, the culture is the intersection of New York City. Exactly. R- regardless of what borough you're from.
1: Yeah, like, I, I mean, I moved to the Bronx and people, I know I'm going to like show, <laughs> really show my age, but people were like breakdancing outside. Like it yeah. was, you know, the Latinos hung out with the blacks and the Dominicans and the Indian, like we all like rock together. Yeah. so you know, it was really, really hurtful because anybody can say anything about anybody and try to destroy your entire life off of a viral moment. And here mm-hmm. you are like, shit, that's not who I am. So, you know, we ended up having the conversation that we did because, yep. um, and I'm grateful for that moment and, and you were giving me the platform to just, I never talked about it with anyone else really. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, and I still think, still think to this day, people have their opinions about it, but I can't, you know, I, I think just look at my life and, and how I've been on TV for the last decade and, and, and the person that I am. And, and, you know, you know that that's not who I am to the core. So it, it was difficult, though.
0: Well, the reason why I had connected you with, with you through that whole experience was, I mean, people really online thought me and you were best friends who plotted <laughs> this whole cool out. And it was just people having a conversation. But also from there, I had my own opinions, which I always say I reserve the right to think how I want to think. But I think what I learned, and I was reading Mariah Carey's memoir where she was talking about colorism and her experience with colorism as a mixed girl. Mm. And I had never heard my experience like that until I read the book. Cause I'm like, yo, I've had that experience. We're like, I'm pro black as fuck in my head, but I'm not black enough for black people. Mm. But then I'm definitely too black for white people. So I find myself in this weird middle place. And then I started looking at colorism. Oh. So white supremacy created this. Oh, so this is something created by racist people who hate blacks in general just to divide us even more. Mm. So it's bigger than us. It was right. bigger than that clip. That, it, and it was a clip that created a whole conversation where I'm like, yo, we have a lot of unhealed trauma as a culture that we have to start looking at because it's not fair to take an experience that we do have that's a real issue in the world and just label everybody as being a part of that.
1: Right, I agree.
0: That was a lot.
1: It was a lot. It was a lot. I'm happy we're over it and past it. You know, again, I can't change everybody's opinions. I can just, you know, be myself, continue to film the show. And um, and that's that. You know, you can't change people's opinions yeah. of you or what they think of you. Or I mean, it's just yeah. what it is.
0: And... Um, You know, you talk about New York City, when you look at like all of us as people, Puerto Rican, Dominican, black, we all come from the same place. Right. You know, they just dropped us off on the boat, right, (laughs) in a different location. (laughs) yeah. You know, what I do love about New York, which is very different than L.A., the culture out there. Right. Like, um, do you miss that?
1: I do miss it. I, I, I was there over the summer. I was there for 10 days. And... I still go to the same hair salon. I'll go to the Bronx, I'll hang out in the Bronx. I went to Brooklyn, I was in Queens. There's just something about the energy there uh, that's just so different that, you know, I love LA and, um, but it's not New York. So I go, LA I get not. my fix, I eat my pizza. I go to the Spanish restaurant. I'll go to like my mom's Spanish club that she likes <laughs> a little salsa club with her. And, you know, I feel really grounded there. And um, yeah, I do miss it. So I go, I get my New York fix and, you know, um, come back to LA.
0: So should British go to prison?
1: Should British go to prison? (laughs) She
0: thought to buy herself some more time. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. I actually like British. I never filmed the show with British. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of the case. I know it was, what is it? Like, I mean, Social Security, PPP? it's, It's
0: some fraudulent activities. Yeah. She's a part of the whole basketball wise. I know you didn't know her like that, but I just wondered, like you know, part of the franchise. You're you're the one of the I franchise. I think should.
1: I think she. I think they should let her go.
0: Let her off the hook. Let okay. her off the hook. <laughs> Pp, please. Pp, please. Okay. Um. So I interviewed Brittany Renner recently. Um, mm-hmm. She was on the Jason Lee Show live. By the
1: way, at- this came up on the reunion.
0: Did it really? Mm-hmm. Well, you came up. My name.
1: The, that I want to
0: check, Sean. That
1: interview, <laughs> oh. it ended, and I, I know I can't give too much of the yeah. reunion away because we just filmed it two weeks ago, but that interview, it did come up.
0: Oh, in a good way?
1: Yeah, it was oh. in a, in, in, well, yeah, it wasn't in a bad way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. It
1: wasn't in a bad way.
0: <laughs> so she was talking about the cast and she had a lot of opinions, but she didn't really drop a lot of names. What was your relationship with her on the show?
1: So my relationship with her. Uh, so when I saw, so I did see clips of that interview, and I was very surprised. Um, Why? Because I feel like she was she wasn't being really truthful. And um, my relationship with her when she started the show, I was excited when Brittany did the show. I was like, you know what? I've been following her on Instagram. I think she's funny as fuck. I think she's beautiful. I think she's very opinionated. Cool, let's do this. Let's bring her to the show. I know part of the reason why they uh, ended up casting her was, I mean, obviously she has a huge following, you know, the connection to, you know, uh, the baby daddy, but also they wanted to, you know, tell her story. Like, who is who is Brittany Brenner? right? Like, we only know about, like, these viral moments and a book but who is she and i was like okay cool so met her and you know i felt like we hit it off even when we weren't shooting the show i would leave her a voice note like hey you know i know you're away from your son if you want to like go hiking because i really i wanted the experience to be amazing for her you know i know i mean you know it's hard filming a reality show this is your your first time doing this shit. you're like okay Y'all bitches are crazy because one day you're arguing and then the next day you guys are having a a, a lunch and everybody is like friends again, right? right? So I think for her it was kind of difficult, kind of navigating through that a little bit, like y'all, what the fuck is going on, <laughs> right? But it's like you're speeding through your emotions because you're filming a show, right? right so right. you need to have closure and you need to like, I mean, granted, you know, you're not forced to do certain things, right. but I, I think it was it was hard for her, but she kind of talked about everybody without naming everyone and it was when we first started let me just say when we first started shooting the show
0: because i think she referred to the show as them bitches or something like it was a it was a wide cast net of what she was talking about because she didn't say specific names
1: yeah she the first drink that was thrown she threw it it didn't air because she was having an issue with jackie's friends uh for for whatever reason that didn't air they ended up having to pick her up no shoes getting her out of there Brittany? yes this was this this was in the beginning of shooting at my party so i remember thinking okay shit is this what we're gonna do this season because you know every season is like hey we're trying to elevate it i'm like cool let's (laughs) do it i want to do this and then you bring people in that are like still on the old program and want to have like these moments I don't want to have moments you know I want to be the auntie sitting in the corner maybe commentating about the bullshit you bitches got going on (laughs) I don't want to argue with anybody but you know Vanessa came in with her bullshit I'm like okay here we go that same day she got taken out with like no shoes on because she had thrown this drink at Jackie's friend Uh so I'm like oh fuck
0: was this the first scene
1: this was like the first week we're shooting. This <laughs> but did she
0: have beef with the girl before or what, did she come in feeling like the expectation is I got to just pop off?
1: I think she came in maybe with the expectations like she's, she needed to pop off. And Jackie was a little like, okay, what is, like what is going on or whatever. So then that happened. Then moving forward, the second drink that was thrown was thrown at Brooke.
0: From from Britney?
1: Yes. That aired on the show. Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting for me to see her side of it. Because we initially were like, let's tell her story. Like, we're excited for her to be here. And then, you know, bombs are going off. And we're like, OK, hold on. So you have Vanessa with the bullshit with me. She had thrown two drinks. And then you have uh, uh, Iguodala's uh, baby mama, uh, Cliana came in, she had beef with Jennifer. She pushed Jennifer in the scene. So the OGs are like, what the fuck is happening? And So,
0: so Britney on my show referred to you all as the mean girls. Yeah. Who was being mean to her? No one. So was she doing it to get reality show clout? Cause she already has social clout, but was it like to get clout within the show? Was it to get camera time? What was the-
1: No, I and I listen throughout the whole season. Like I was still even with the situation with her and uh, Brooke after that drink throwing. It was hard for me to kind of have a neutral stance because I'm really cool with her. I'm really cool with her brother. Is my neighbor. Our kids are best friends. So there's like a real life, you know, relationship there. So I was like, "Fuck! How do I continue filming the show?" She threw this drink at, at, at Brooke. Brooke really wanted to beat her ass. Like for outside of the show, she was like, I'm going to beat her ass. So, you know, it became bigger than just that scene. And I'm like, okay, let me take my feelings out of it. Cause it really has nothing to do with me and continue to kind of just be cool because I genuinely liked Brittany at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she once, she ended up leaving the show. Uh, it was, she unfollowed us. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know what to think of it. It's interesting. Wait,
0: she left the show early?
1: Yeah, she stopped filming early. Um, she basically had checked out. She didn't, you know, she said it was just like too much. And, um, she just, I have never had in the history of doing this show. There's still a, a level of professionalism that you still need to have. So if you have confessional interviews, you know, they schedule those. And sometimes she just wouldn't show up. We've had scenes, it could be me, her, and Shawnee. The scene had turned from her coming to maybe a FaceTime because she just wouldn't show up. So it was becoming a little difficult because, you know, she just was slowly checking out as time went on. And I mean, according to her, the experience wasn't that great. And I get it, doing the show could be crazy. But, you know, I always have my eye on the prize. But to say that, you know, people, you know, everyone, no one got into it with her other than her and Brooke.
0: Hmm. So was she at the reunion? hmm She was. So she, she, yeah. she did come back for that? Yes. Okay. Now, when she calls you all the Mean Girls, I know back in the day when Brandy was in the show, her and Shani had the moment where she was like, you know, if you're going to be the EP and be in the show, you know, she tried to say basically she was being bullied as a new cast member. Is that something where the... where the new Gs or the people feel like the vets are bullying them or they don't have the same level playing field as the vets. You know, is that a feeling that the new people have?
1: I don't know. You know, I feel like we were welcoming. I feel like we tried to get into your stories to tell, like, who you are, get, you know, people get to know you a little bit more other than the viral moments or who your baby daddy is. And, you know, it just... It just, she just felt like she didn't have a, a good experience, and um, I don't know. But to say that we treated her mean, it's like where I was kind to you, Jaseel, who was who's uh, with the N- WNBA player. Yeah, they had a good, re- great relationship. She unfollowed her on social media when the show was done. Her and Jackie. <laughs> never really got into it the the Brooke and her they ended up hashing it out and then things were like cool and then Jennifer and her barely filmed Mm -hmm. so I couldn't understand when you guys had did the interview I was kind of like that's so interesting um I know there was a lot of drama going on but no one treated you poorly so I just I didn't she wasn't being honest
0: do you ever give Vanessa skin regimen recommendations no because people keep walking up to me saying my skin is beautiful your skin is beautiful i have a thing about healthy skin
1: same
0: but they keep talking about vanessa's skin online is it because does she really have like craters
1: yeah her skin is really really bad um she told me in a scene that (laughs) can't she told me and so her and I had filmed the scene because I had said something about that in an argument because at this point um I told her to call her esthetician (laughs) you know but and then it got worse through the through the episodes it's like it just got worse and worse and worse I don't know how you fix that but um she definitely looks like she needs a chemical peel
0: did she get one by the reunion? Um. Because you gave her time and you get The Bible says warning comes before destruction. So if you gave her a warning, she had time.
1: She, I don't know if I could say this because.
0: There's just, I'm not even going to go ahead. Say it or don't say it. But either way, the reunion will come up and we can see. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like, I haven't seen, I'll be honest with you. I'm. I haven't seen what she looks like yet. I did see a picture, it was kind of from the distance and I was getting my makeup done today. Is it like bad like when you drive over potholes and it's like really, really bad road or is it like just maybe a little bump here and there?
1: No, it's like New York City when the snow eventually melts off and there's like a pothole every 10 seconds. Damn. Yeah. I. You know what? I'm also a true believer. Okay, so let's flip this. I feel like she has a lot going on in her real life. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when you have a lot going on in your real life, you know what? (laughs) I'm done. It,
0: it It rises to the surface. It
1: rises to the surface. Like you look like what you're going through. It's just what it is. Like when life is great and we're like flourishing kind of like how we are, you feel like, okay, but when you're going through shit, I've had moments, I'm going through some shit, I look like death.
0: Life be lifing.
1: Life be lifing. And I feel like life is lifing for her in like outside of the show. So that's probably the issue. So
0: who is this girl? Like, I don't know her and I'm not being shady. I just really don't know who she is.
1: I, I don't know who she is either.
0: So how does she make it in the show? That- oh,
1: her husband. Well, we, we probably, you probably know her husband or maybe not. Um, Isaiah Ryder is her husband.
0: Basketball player, mm-hmm. okay, and she's married to him now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and so she comes into the show. She uses her relationship with your ex, who you have a good relationship yes. with. Now, does she make claims that you don't co-parent well?
1: No, she's um, she didn't say anything about the co-parenting. I don't think so. I mean, honestly, so much happened online. Who knows? But uh, we we co-parent great. We have a great relationship.
0: But then her Should husband. Should I could call cheat on? him right now? Didn't her husband cheat on her?
1: A thousand times. But
0: during the pandemic, when we were supposed to be uh, 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 in our houses, tucked away from strangers, he was getting familiar with other women.
1: Yeah. So she talked about this on the show. She talked about how she ended up pregnant. She found out that he was uh, cheating with some woman. And because of the stress of that, you know, what was going on, the infidelity, she ended up miscarrying Uh, the baby and I guess this woman was trying to extort them like oh I'm gonna put this on blast on TMZ I don't know she talked about this on the show
0: so that's why you said if your life is a mess in real life and it comes out through your pores okay yeah so now in the show did you all get into it
1: more than once yes (laughs) well initially I knew that she was gonna be on the show and I said to myself okay, cool, I know she's friends with the mother of his kids. Like, I don't have an issue with anybody. Like, her and I could be cool. I didn't know that she was coming in with this energy trying to rewrite my history mm-hmm. with Carl. I'm like, no, 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 girl. You're not going to, you know, basically come on the show and say, you know, she's a homewrecker and all of this. If, you, if she wanted to have a conversation with me, she could have had it. No problem. I, I mean, I don't have anything to hide when it comes to, you know, how we met. You know how Leo was conceived, and and all of those things. But she, she, yeah, she was like stuck on it, and everybody was telling her like, "Girl, this happened ten years ago. Like the kids are now like in fifth grade. Like why do you care? This has nothing to do with you." So
0: it's, it's, it's safe to say you were her main storyline the whole show. Yes. And so, did you put hands on anybody this season?
1: Um, I snatched the wig really yeah but to my defense to my defense so
0: how do people be getting their wigs snatched off they don't latch them on tightly or what I mean I don't know I'm not a wig oh my god I
1: was so like I didn't even know she had a wig on I was like I couldn't even believe it was in my hands
0: wait you went to pull her hair and the thing came off
1: yeah because this so what happened what happened Jason what happened was is that Jennifer filmed the scene with Kleana like a couple of weeks prior, right? Mm -hmm. You know Jen, Jennifer don't fight nobody. Jennifer gets up in that scene and walks away. The girl ends up pushing her, right? Okay, fine. Moving forward to the strip club scene, you know, they're still having like bad energy because of that day. So we're having drinks. We're having a good time. And the next thing I know is I'm looking, Jennifer's sitting there eating a fucking tater tot. And I look to my right and I see this girl running up. She took off her shoes, her earrings. (laughs) Like she was coming to like beat Jennifer's ass because Jennifer had sang a song. There's some hoes in this house. (laughs) Like she, that's a
0: good song
1: yeah and she was being petty it yeah. was like if she was being petty like you know in jennifer's mind she's like i'm still mad at this bitch bitch you pushed me right. like so the girl runs up to jennifer and i was like i reacted because i said to myself she's gonna end up hitting her mm-hmm. and then i went to snatch like i what i thought was her hair and it was it was um her wig i couldn't believe i ended up with the wig in my hands. do you know what i did with it next right. i danced with it like, literally, because we were in a strip club, there was bachelorettes. So I was like, what do I do with the wig? What the fuck? Ooh. So, yeah, it's, mind you, me and her never had beef. It was more so for me trying to, like, stop her from hitting. Yeah, jumping. but
0: now that you've snatched her wig off, no pun intended, on TV, now y'all got beef?
1: Now she hates me because of that.
0: Did she at least have a stocking on over the braids under her wig or was it just straight up? I don't up?
1: know what she had on. It. You know what? Honestly, it happened so fast and then security came and and took her out and then they came over here so I don't know what. I don't know what her hair looked like under the wig.
0: So now Shawnee is a first lady. Is Shani is the first lady of First Corinthian Episcopal <laughs> Baptist Church showing up on basswise? <laughs>
1: She ain't showing up to that. She ain't showing up to that. You know what? She'll show up. We we did um we did film like a couple of like lunches and stuff that she came in. She did one dinner, but she I could probably count the times that she filmed the yeah. show. It was probably like three times.
0: No, I mean she one thing I will say about Shani, you know, the fact that she, first of all, she created a show for a lot of women of color to be able to thrive and build brands mm-hmm. and stuff on. So as a businesswoman, she's done her thing. She'll message me here and there on Instagram with words of encouragement. You know, she's watching me from the pulpit because, you know, I, I cut up sometimes. But I, I love the fact that she still stays connected to the culture and, you know, she's doing her thing. And she seems happy.
1: She's one of the like most humble, most real first ladies you'll ever meet. And I think that that's why even even Pastor Keon, you go to his church. I think that's why so many people gravitate towards him is because there's a realness about him, um, and yeah, like you said, you know, she started this show. It has allowed. I mean, I come back not not just for the check. I come back because I'm able to promote my jewelry line, BX I'm be able to, to do a pop up shop for my, you know, bodysuit suit line. I'm, it's not just about shooting the show and wanting to be famous or relevant. I honestly could give a fuck about that. It's really about how do I make the most out of this time on this network, this platform, to be able to make money and build my brands. Mm. So, but,
0: but when you're friends with Shani, and then she's the executive producer and then she brings a Vanessa in the show where now Vanessa wants to bring Amy in the show and Amy's never been a public conversation in Evelyn's real life. Do you ever get mad at that? Do you feel some type of way or do you or you just roll with the punches as part of the job?
1: I just roll with the punches. It's really just part of the job. And, you know, Shawnee, Shawnee's listening to story as it's it's going to, mm-hmm. right? So, but I'm, I wish it could be positive the whole way through i'm not in control of that i'm not in control of what you bring to the table as a cast member what you say about me and you really have to roll with the punches you need to have thick skin you don't i mean i guess it makes the show you know i mean nobody
0: nobody would watch if you guys were yeah
1: if you didn't talk shit in your confessionals and everything was like oh my god i just love evelyn she's so great it would be boring you know so It's just a part of what we do, and I've done it for so long. And I'm like, there's nothing you could say about me that is going to really affect me. And it's just part of the job.
0: What's your relationship with Amy, Carl's ex wife?
1: It's a little strange now because of that situation, Mm. which really pisses me off. Because up to that point, great. Even now, today I was saying, usually for the holidays, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, what is she into? Because Leo wants to buy his sister a gift. We communicate. Or if she's coming in town, she'll say, "Hey, I'm coming in town. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, I'll have Leo meet with her, or we'll figure something out." Mm. And it's different now, unfortunately, because of some stupid shit her friend wanted to to bring to the show. I think it was hard for her, um, and I don't want to put words in her mouth, but you are a private person. Your friend is on the show exposing your life story because right. it's not her friend's life story. Right. And then I'm forced to respond, which gives it more eyes. And then it became this like big thing. And I'm sure people are like, oh, hey, I heard, you know, this happened on the show. She also has an older son that is now playing baseball. You know, he got drafted out of high school. I'm sure she's like, I don't want to deal with this bullshit. And I get it. But, you know, you didn't create it. I didn't create any of this. And I would have never, (laughs) you know, wanted to talk about Amy or Carl on Basketball Wives, on VH1. Like, for what? You know, I I respect her privacy and I also respect my son's father. Like, I just wouldn't do that. But, you know, I'm forced to respond and it got real ugly and now the relationship is in a weird space. You know, I'm hoping that as the dust settles that it's like, okay... I see. You know, you didn't have anything to do with this. I don't know why. How I'm being blamed for this, to be but, honest. But
0: that's the part that I'm trying to understand. Because if you've never really talked about your relationship with Carl, his ex, in the news or media, never said we never talked about it before, Mm-mm. and we never talked about it privately either, and you've been protecting that privacy for so long, and then your friend uses that as a gateway to getting famous, right? You should be looking at your friend, right? You should. I would be lo- like my friends do anything that even gives me a glimpse that they're doing that, it's, we're, we're gonna have a moment. Right. So and how do you become the bad guy in that?
1: I don't know, and I, re- I I remember telling her via text, like, this is your friend. I didn't want this, I didn't wanna talk about you, I didn't wanna talk about this situation. Even when Carl and I broke up, uh, that I was just reflecting on my relationship with him, her and I had a great conversation. You know, great conversation, mature, and being were cool ever since then. Never had any issues. I was actually proud at the way we were able to always bring the kids together or try our best to make sure that they have a good relationship. But
0: well, because the things that I read in the notes were specifically like verbatim, Vanessa bringing Amy's name up in the show. Yes. So, again, I would say, Amy, I don't know you, but take it from somebody who has lots of friends, who respects my privacy. Take stock of who's around you. And if your friends are using you and your child or your relationship with your ex and your relationship with her and your children as a way to get on, you better be careful what else you tell them because the minute you cut them off, that's going to come out too. Right. You know, And I think you know, for somebody like you, you've been dealing with fame for so long that you understand the game and you get what it is. So yep. hopefully you talk to somebody who knows you know, who who knows the game uh, better than the person who's trying to play it now. Yeah. And and Vanessa, get some uh the Derm King is a really good dermatologist. He <laughs> I like supporting black supporting black businesses. You should go uh, talk to him. He'll probably give you a discount if you refer use my name.
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> and your interview did that for her. So now when she okay. get her skin fixed, you did that. Yes, Crazy. yes. It's
1: all about helping each Not other. Not New out. York
0: potholes though. <laughs> Jesus. We want everybody to be better. Okay, so Jackie Christie, is she still being sneaky and underhandedly messy? Because I love Jackie, but Jackie can stir some shit.
1: Baby, I listen, Jackie and I, we were cool to the end of the season. You know what, this season she was a little bit, there was so much going on with the newbies and there was so much drama that she really was kind of like, took a step back a she little took bit. a step back a little bit, uh, which was fine. But, you know, I don't know if you ended up seeing, but I guess the promo pictures came out and it became this thing that I had no idea about. So I guess the, the promo picture had me, um, Shawnee and Jennifer on it. I didn't know that this was going to be one of the promo pictures. It was going to be banner. I, I didn't know. They left
0: Jackie off?
1: She wasn't on it. And I guess she was feeling some type of way about it, right? I the don't have, shade. I don't mind you, Jason, I have no control of what the network, what they want to do. <laughs> I would have wore a better dress if that was the fucking case. I'm like, I had no idea that this was going to be on fucking billboards. Yeah, the cast
0: doesn't get sign off on the network's promo.
1: No, I had no idea. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, is that she then started talking shit behind the scenes. She was calling British. It ends up, you know, she was calling British, I guess, venting to her. Calling um,
0: her collect in prison or calling- No, her...
1: no, no, calling her. This was before the- The, the, the indictment. The <laughs> indictment, yeah. This was before, le- but she's not in prison now, right? I,
0: I'm just being- Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm like, wait, is she-
0: No, she um, actually, the the judge, I saw recently on Hollywood Unlocked, that the judge is going to let her spend time with her kids before she goes to jail.
1: Oh, okay, good, yeah. good. Um, So anyway, it became this whole thing. Um, She was calling, and I guess she just feels some type of way about it. Um, she started, you know, talking shit about me. I guess she was talking shit about Shawnee. So you'll see that come to a head at the reunion because I'm like, I never had anything with you. I am I just want to come on the show, film a good show. At the end of the day, we're all on the same team, whether I film for five minutes or not. Like, my check doesn't change. I'm in the episode. Yeah. But, you know, I think she really feels like this is her show and there's this whole insecurity about it. And I'm just like, okay, my. Like, You know, so a lot has happened outside of the cameras. Unfortunately, with her just, you know, being a hater.
0: So she's mad at, what is she, she's talking shit about you online?
1: She's talking, she hasn't talked shit about me online. She does this behind the scenes with calling Brooke. And then recently, not calling Brooke, calling British. Yeah. And then recently, Brooke posted it online because I guess they were going at it. Like, that's why you were calling British, talking shit about Evelyn. So it was like this whole thing, but... It all boils down to her, I guess, maybe feeling some type of way about billboards, me being here, and mm. blah, blah, blah. I mean,
0: you are basketball-wise when you think about it, but, but Jackie's also held it down.
1: Of course, yeah. of course. I mean, I mean she's I love been- Jackie. Yeah, and she's been on the LA show from the beginning. beginning. She's never not filmed a season. You know, I leave, I go do my own show, I come back, I go do another show, I come back. You know, I try to explore other things, (laughs) but she really feels like this is like her show. She'll be like, well, you're on my show and then I'll have to say stupid shit like, well, the LA show wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Miami show. It sounds very high true, school. true though. No, it is. And it's like, why do we even need to have this battle, right? Because right? it's like, we've been able to accomplish so much together, mm. but she still feels like this is her show and the Miami girls are on her show.
0: Jackie, this is almost like colorism. It's a problem that y'all didn't create. So why y'all <laughs> fighting over it. But the network, y'all were shady because you knew damn well not putting... But it's almost like you know not to put Jackie up is going to cause this. Like, it's it's smart.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess it is smart, but I'm like, I don't have no, It's not your fault. No, I don't have any control yeah. of that. I would have definitely looked way better in that promo.
0: <laughs> Brooke Bailey. Yeah. Her daughter died. Mm-hmm. Does she cover all that in the show?
1: She covers all of that in the show. I have no idea how she even... Filmed the show. I can't even imagine going through, you know, the hurt and pain that she's going through, but she, she discussed that. She also just did a fundraiser. She has a nonprofit, uh, for her daughter. Cause her daughter was in, um, in beauty school. So, um, she has a nonprofit for that. Uh, and, um, yeah, she talks about it. There was a lot of tears and crying, like real emotion. I would always tell her even off camera, like, I don't know how you're filming the show. Cause I was stressed filming it, and I can't even imagine filming the show and having to go through the grief Mm. that she's um, going through. But I think she's, you know, taking it day by day. Mm. And, you know, some days are good and some days are not. But, um, you know... I told her I'm always here for her no matter
0: what. I'm glad that Brooke is back in the show. I'm glad that she's able to honor her daughter's life and story and on television, because I was able to do that for my brother Rodney on Love & Hip Hop. That's the only reason why I went back to Love & Hip Hop, mm. because I got tired of doing that show with a bunch of conflict all the time, then we show up, everybody's at lunch having a good time. It was crazy. Right. But because they let me tell a story. So it was good to see her. I can't remember where I ran to Brooke. I was somewhere. In passing, I just happened to bump into her on a red carpet. It may have been the Essence Black Woman in Hollywood. And I just kind of grabbed her and said, you know, sorry to hear what's going, what you're going through and all that. Um, as a parent, your daughter's grown. She's out here in the streets. Hi. She came to my birthday party. Shanice. Beautiful. <laughs> very, very beautiful. I always think, like, when a woman or a man has a child and then they get older and grown and now they're out in the world, that would just drive me nuts. Like, I would always wonder if they're okay. Is that something that you even think about with Shanice?
1: Um, I'm going to feel like that till the day I die, honestly. She, even as an adult, she goes out. I will literally wait until she messages me that she's home. Oh, I'll go to sleep, wake back up. Are you home? It's just, it's something that will never go away. I'm always worried about her when she goes. She doesn't go out a lot anymore. She She's calmed down a lot. She was never, she'll go to like events and mm. stuff like that, but... Um, yeah, you, you I always worry, you know, okay, you're getting an Uber, um, be careful, let me know, give me your location. Sometimes she's probably like, all right, girl, like <laughs> I'm 30. Yeah. But, you know, those are my babies and, and you just never know, you know, especially going out at night in L.A., what could happen, especially even with Uber drivers. Mm-hmm. So I'm always concerned and I think that being a parent, that is something that will forever stay with you, you know.
0: Now you have a nine-year-old, when you're raising him and <laughs> you look at the world that we're in. With school shootings, with just we live in the craziest world right now. Yeah. What do you think about?
1: I I mean I worry because he's he's gonna grow up to be a black man in America, and um you know he asks me a lot of questions. You know he sees things on TV and he's very aware that he is a black boy. Mm. Um and you know all I can do is obviously instill in him. I, I just. I feel like the greatest compliment I could receive as a mom is that you have great kids and that they're good people. And, um, you know, hopefully he's not out here getting in trouble and I keep him in sports and and busy. So we're like at baseball, football, just to keep him off of the iPad and and keep him... Because he wants to do that long term. Like he wants to be, you know, a professional baseball player like his dad and his brother. So, you know, just I try my best to just keep him on the right track. I don't I, he's a big personality and um yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like when he like tap like is able to like go out out but hopefully the things that I instill in him at home will, you know, stay with him when he's, you know, making his own decisions.
0: So, okay, now let's switch gears back to love. So, you go on this new show Queen's Court.
1: Mhm. <laughs> Let's be mature and now let's tap into something else. <laughs> it's
0: always a roller coaster over here. So, you get on, how, first of all, how do you get sucked into Queen's Court?
1: I got sucked into Queen's Court. Well, it wasn't the first dating show that kind of like people knew I wasn't doing basketball wives. So, there was another dating show that came across and I was like, mm, I don't know. But then this one, Will Packer was putting it together and, um, I started one day, it was like Overdrive. It was like the old showrunner of Basketball Wives, Sean Rankin, shout out to him. He was like, hey, Will Packers, people are trying to contact you. I'm like, for what? Like what's going on? Mind you, I had already taken time off of Basketball Wives Mm And then that's how it ended up happening. I had my manager, Lisa, talk to them and they were like, hey, we're putting together a show. Next question was, who else is doing it? So it's Tamar, Braxton, and Nivea. And I'm like, okay, I actually like like these people, so this could be great. (laughs) Then they were like, oh, well, then you got to go to Atlanta and you got to be there for six, seven weeks. I'm like, shit, that's hard because I have to be away from my son. Right. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to do that? But then I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to work it out. So, yeah, the next thing you know, I was packing my shit, and I was going to Atlanta to to film this, you know, this dating show, which was eventful. Okay.
0: So, now, the Queen's Court, how did you meet this? Okay, because I didn't watch it, so I'm going to just say that. I uh-huh. didn't watch it. I know that I've talked to Tamar. We all know Tamar is dating JR, and we know how that's playing out, which I'll ask you your opinion about. <laughs>
1: Lord, don't Tamar be, ask me
0: shit. Tamar, do not call me after this episode because you know I love you, but you know I have a job to do. All right, so you get in the show. Now, the show was... I know it was a, re, a dating show. Is it? Was it real? Like a rea- yeah. real?
1: No, it was a real dating show. We would go on these, like, group dates. So I would go out on a date with, like, four or five guys that I would choose, and then we would have an elimination, depending on what happened on those dates, conversations. And then um, it was like three rounds of guys. So it was like one round, guys come in, you you know, you know, get rid of who you don't like, then you bring more in. So it was some interesting men on there.
0: Well, the reason why I say Ask is it scripted, I mean, I know it was an unscripted reality show, yeah. but this thing with Tamar and JR is playing out like JR from Dallas. Like this is becoming like, it's becoming a, Thing. I don't know if it's real, what's not real, because, you know, I come from love and hip-hop where I don't know what's real or not real there. Yeah. Okay. So, you're, let's let's talk about this guy, Levon Lewis. So, he became the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can't Your face Go ahead, go ahead. Just... Okay.
0: LaVon Lewis is somebody that you met throughout your journey of all these group and individual days and that's the one that you said you liked.
1: That's the one that I said I like. So when I first met him, I was like, the thing about LaVon is I felt like LaVon, some of the guys were doing the most, right? And he seemed the most humble, the most normal uh he he has a marketing business like he he basically signed on to do the show because yeah he was looking for love but he also has this business the uh, some of the other guys I felt like wanted to promote a book or it or did other dating shows so to me I'm kind of like he just seemed very very um I don't know very normal and 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 sweet and he he just wasn't doing too much so I kind of gravitated towards that
0: but was the goal did you think I'm really going to date this guy? Or were you like, I just need to find one that I find halfway acceptable?
1: I didn't know what was going to happen. As we kept going on on dates, he had the, I will say this, some of his dates were so creative, um, but he has, that's how he thinks, you know, he's very creative. So like one date, he gave me butterflies in a box, like real life butterflies. I have a bunch of butterfly tattoos. So um, so he would do sweet things like that. And I was like, and it was something about his energy too, where I felt like maybe I need like this, like a calm, gentle man like this. Right. Like who's so different from anything that I've ever dated. I mean, look at Carl, look at LaVon.
0: <laughs> right. But right. Totally different <laughs> right. guys. But also you've dated like athletes. Uh huh. So like, is athlete like your thing or it's been your thing?
1: Well, it was my thing and it well, I, it's just what happened who I met, you know, it wasn't like, you know, I met Chad on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, Carl, I met through a life coach. Antoine, I met out in New York, so it was just how my life ended up working out, I guess. I didn't know that I was going to hit the trifecta and go from <laughs> basketball to football, football you know, uh, baseball. Even me, I was like, oh my God. You I need to go t-
0: to soccer. you playing around. That's where the, 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 the most finest men in the world of soccer? sports and money. Yes.
1: Really? See, I never really like- Tell lo- me
0: you seriously don't know that.
1: No, I don't look at, I don't watch soccer.
0: Do you know who Memphis Depay, you know, any of these people? No. A, I'm going to I only you.
1: know Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: Okay, he's cool. He, he got the money. But there's, like, for real, that you're you're in the wrong sports. Okay. Yeah. If you went over to Dubai or to England or, like, you went and business, <laughs> so t- we could go to a soccer game because I know some of them. I'm telling you right now, the richest and the best looking. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll see. <laughs>
0: okay, so this guy, LeVon. So, now, yeah. um, you knew that wasn't going to work. No.
1: Not initially. I thought we were together.
0: What are you going to do with a guy who's marketing? You ain't going courtside nowhere. You ain't going to sit up at this house do marketing.
1: Well, that's true, but I have my own money too. Yeah. So I felt like I did like the fact that he was um, low key. I, I don't want a guy that's like... You know, a big celebrity. I I, I did that. I just, I want to live a normal, quiet life at home, you know? So, I mean, I get what you're saying. That's nice. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) You know, it's nice to have. But sometimes, you know, having that lifestyle comes with a lot of bullshit too. And it's like, I just don't have the energy to have to. I've been there, did that. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'll be by myself. I'll make my own money. I'll call my own shots. And if I want to go to courtside game, I'll go.
0: Wait, so are you on Raya? You're not on Raya.
1: I don't know. I had Raya, and I deleted it. But I have a friend that met her fiancé on Raya, so she had a different experience.
0: Is it a good app, though?
1: I mean, there's... yeah, I guess, but I didn't, I may be the wrong person to ask, to be honest, because it's like I made the profile. My friend was like, you need to do it, my esthetician, Roberta. She was like, you need to do it, blah, 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 and I did, got approved, and then I ended up deleting it, so I didn't really experience oh, didn't. it. No, I wasn't paying attention to it, and then I just ended up deleting it. So you
0: didn't see any celebrities on there? No. Do, do celebrity men slide in your DMs?
1: Uh, Yes. Cool. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I would never tell. Do Jesus. any of the
0: young rappers try to slide your day de- I know. That. I have
1: young rappers. I have like super young athletes that are like 23. I'm like, what am I going to do with you? Um, have
0: great sex. Go to Katsuya and fucking go on trips and you know.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: What's the youngest you would date?
1: Uh, the youngest I would date is probably 30. Okay. I would date a 30-year-old. They
0: say, they say the rule is half your age plus seven. So oh. that's it.
1: Wow. I didn't know this. That's, that's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. the youngest you would date?
0: Seriously date or fuck?
1: Because um, <laughs> it's
0: two different things. You know, 25-year-old may get get hit on the way, but 30, settle down.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good,
0: good. Yeah, because you got to at least know who Tina Turner is. You got to at least know who the Fugees <laughs> are. <laughs>
1: Lionel like, Richie. When you
0: see Color Purple coming out, you can't think that's the first time it's ever been in, this, in, in right. the movie theater.
1: Right. I got you. you I got know. you. Yeah, you still need, you could, you could be young and, and mature. Yeah. But the, I, I feel like, yeah, I'm like, I met a guy, he's like an old soul. Yeah. And he's like early 30s. So I like that.
0: So you still be open to date Hmm.
1: Hmm. I don't know. It depends on who it is.
0: Stephen A. Smith. Would you date him?
1: Um, I don't know who that is. Me show, show me. Jesus. Show me who that is. Okay. Is he like a veteran uh, player?
0: No, Stephen A. Show me who it is. Okay, Stephen A.
1: Oh, he's from the Bronx.
0: He's from the Bronx. Y'all, yeah, yeah. Um, y'all have a lot in common when it comes to the Bronx.
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I would never date say. and you know why? I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna keep it a buck right here, Jason. When the shit happened between Chad and I. He was talking so much shit. Really? And he was one of the main people that I made me feel this small. And because of what I was going through, I just felt like it was hard for me. You know how we talked about feeling re-victimized? Like he was he was one of the main people that that talked shit uh, about my situation with, with Chad. He was very negative. Um and it was difficult. So, yeah, I would never date him. Even outside of that, I would never date him, period.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that. But, you know, it's interesting because he was the same one that tried to pit Rihanna and Beyonce against each other, and it was, like, really nasty in the way he did it. So I find it very interesting. I didn't know that that happened to you with him.
1: Yeah, and I felt... I, I Every time I see him or whenever he has an opinion about some shit, I always think about that because it was, it was really, really hurtful for me. You know, here I am, I'm going through this very public you know, divorce, breakup. It was, you know, Chad was doing interviews. He was still trying to get back with me at the time. Like there was so much controversy around it. I'm getting blamed for everything that happens. And he was one of the people that, uh, pretty much made me feel like just horrible about speaking up and, and, and living in my truth. And I just feel like I don't know. I think that's the reason why a lot of women in these relationships don't speak up because of people like him Mm -hmm. that feel like, okay, you know, I'm going to get blamed for this situation and maybe I shouldn't say anything because it's going to ruin his career. I'm like, fuck that, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, so it it was hard for me.
0: Yeah. And on my podcast, I recently just said, like, you know, picking to choose when you support and defend women who are going through experiences like that shouldn't be based on your favorite celebrity. You know, I like this celebrity or I like this athlete's. Uh, accomplishment, so yeah. they must they must be lying,
1: right? And it's like I didn't headbutt myself, right? You know the reaction. and we saw the picture exactly. Yeah. So it's like the situation happens, and um, and I I do, I I understand that my actions on the show weren't the most positive, and here I am getting into you know arguments and fights with women, and it's just a part of you know, the, the show at the time, but I know when it came to my relationship with him, I never, you know, put my hands on him. And even that day, I never did anything to deserve what happened to right. me, you know, and my hope for his n- new woman is that he treats her with the love and respect that she deserves. Cause mm. I always think about whoever he's dating next. Mm.
0: There it is there. Stephen A, you should be ashamed of yourself, by the way. Um, okay, so you're not on Raya. Would you do Hinge or any other dating no. app?
1: Mm-mm. My friend's on Hinge. She's a, my, my hairstylist. She says that it's been great for her. I don't want to, I, I just don't want to be on a dating app. I don't know. Maybe, but not right now.
0: So you won't tell me who slid in your DMs. Um, has there been any celebrity that slid in your DMs that you would give a chance to? When you see them slide, do you slide back or do you just ignore it? Like, do you respond, say thank you, but... I'll say thank you, or or
1: yeah, yeah, sometimes I don't even want you to see that I saw it. Um, (laughs) You know how you can kind of like... Yeah. So it it just depends. But yeah, I ignore a lot of them. Why? Because I'm not interested.
0: Okay, but even though you're 47, I always say to people, like, when you come out of a relationship... It's okay to give yourself permission to like be a hoe for a little bit. Like I I believe, I'm having fun. Okay. Okay. That's what I was gonna say. At least you're having fun. I'm
1: having fun. Okay.
0: But discreetly, privately. How do you protect yourself from the cloud chasers? Because you know we don't talk about the men until they're dating you guys. Right.
1: You right, know that, right? right? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel
0: like a lot of celebrity women, I tell Amber Rose and everybody, we don't we the the, the website, we don't talk about the men until they're dating the women.
1: Right. So right. how
0: do you protect yourself from the cloud chasers?
1: I just I just know, like, how I meet the person. Um, I just, everybody, anybody that meets me knows that, you know, I'm very low-key under the radar. I don't want to be in Hollywood, you know, going to dinner. I'd rather be somewhere in freaking semi Valley, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, um, I, I'm i from New York. I can read people very well. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know if you're cloud chasing or if you genuinely just want to, like, vibe and... and, and you know, chill and stuff like that.
0: Do you want to get married again? I do. You do?
1: I do. My I fucking was married for 43 days. That shit was short-lived. Like, does that, that count? Wait,
0: 43 days? That was less than Kim Kardashian. I
1: know. Listen, when my when my marriage ended, I remember thinking, oh my God, I didn't beat Kim K. Because remember, it was like a big deal. What was the guy's name?
0: I don't know, but I saw him on Southwest Airlines one day. I'm, I just, I'm not going to Southwest Airlines shame because I like that airline. Um, what was his name? I
1: don't mind getting on a cell Oh, Chris
0: Humphreys. Chris
1: Humphreys, right. Yeah. So I remember when that went down, hers was like 70 It was 70 something. days. Yep, I remember you this. You beat that. I beat that. I, I made, uh, <laughs> yes. So, Wait,
0: 43 days?
1: Yeah, well, I got married 4th of July. The incident between him and I happened the end of July. Okay, got it. And you. then I was divorced uh, soon after. So yeah, it was only like 40 something days. I try to get that shit. old. No, you have no idea. Because I didn't want to be a divorcee on paper. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, right. But I couldn't. So on record, it's, yes. So um, you've been
0: divorced now how many times? Once. That one?
1: Just him. I never Ruined got, your
0: clean record.
1: <laughs> Ruined my clean record. Fuck.
0: But you want to get married again.
1: I do. I love marriage. I love love. I, I'm always... I've never tainted from the relationship before. I'm like, fuck it. It didn't work out. I'm always open to it. But... Ultimately, yes, I would love to get married and and be with whoever that person is.
0: See, because I kind of think about marriage here and there, but then I'm like, 46, am I really gonna get married? I mean, 46 is not old, right? But where they at? Right. <laughs> they ain't oh, out here.
1: Let me know if you got a homeboy or something. <laughs> Shit.
0: If I the one I got got a homeboy, he probably want me to, right. then, you know, <laughs> because now dating is different too these yeah. days, because you know you don't gotta just worry about the women. Right, that's where, where true. About us too. That's
1: true. But I do. I do want to get married. I want to have like a ranch. and I mean, I, I want a simple, simple life.
0: Do you want more kids?
1: No. Hell no. <laughs> no, my son is enough.
0: Because you have nine more years.
1: I have nine more years and God knew, listen, go, having those miscarriages were, it was obviously like you said, traumatic. It was very, very difficult, but baby, Lord do her son is enough. You know, his life is just keeps me so busy and um, yes. And no disciplined. Yes, yeah. exactly. Very disciplined. So no, I definitely don't want no more kids. I'm going to raise him, get him out the house and enjoy my time.
0: And so, um, okay, no more kids. Do you want a husband that doesn't have kids or can he have his own kids? You don't care.
1: I prefer for him to have his own kids. Okay. You know, I don't ever want you to feel like, oh, you know, I want to have kids. Have your own kids, you know, let them be somewhat grown or not, whatever. Um, I would prefer for that per- for the kid not to be an infant, <laughs> but you never know. <laughs>
0: because yeah, we ain't breastfeeding over here yeah, right? I ain't
1: breastfeeding my own kids you think I'm
0: well, I heard you had another kid so we actually got you a gift for your other kid. what's my there's a there's a a box down there. we give gifts at the Jason Lee show. I'm
1: scared
0: no look at the top look at the top
1: you know <laughs> wait you did your research show the camera. shut the fuck up you got my bearded dragon a gift I'm
0: looking there I
1: am so dead
0: That's- we love sniper. I used to date somebody named Sniper, by the way.
1: What? Oh my god! Wait, there's so many things here. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, so first, there's the harness to put around your pet lizard. There's a crown and a chain.
1: Oh my god! He's like straight out of New York, <laughs> my little baby.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that's what well, we got the crown because of Queens Court. The,
1: clever. Yeah. <laughs> you (laughs) You guys do this is this is hilarious (laughs) I love this I'm gonna put this on him and you're gonna see I'm gonna send you a picture
0: okay we'll post it on Instagram that is
1: so funny thank you
0: okay so now so now you're done with Queen's Court would you do dating on reality tv again
1: uh, no, I don't want to be that girl just doing dating shows and stuff like that. I w- no I, th- I think that'll be like my my one and done.
0: Would you co-host a reunion show on the Zeus Network?
1: Oh my God, no, no. no, I mean, I'll watch the like little crit. It's crazy.
0: It's beyond basketball-wise love and hip
1: <laughs> Oh, it is beyond. I had saw, I don't know who these girls are, but there was one girl, she ran out and she like karate chopped or kicked. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, is the girl okay? So, no, no.
0: I think you'd be a great host. I've been a host. You think so? I've hosted. Mm-hmm. I would host Lemio. If Evelyn will host, I will come back and host another. I think we'd be great. Because we know reality TV, but that's not our world. That's that's their world.
1: Right, right, right. But well, we, listen, if you want to hire me and Jason, we'll the be money's there. money's good, too. Is it?
0: They don't play over there.
1: Oh, damn. No, what?
0: That's why they get them karate chops. I don't. see.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Shout
0: out to Lemuel. Okay, Um. what else do I want to add? Oh, so Tamar Braxton, your co-star from Queens Court, is in the news. <laughs> because Hi, she,
1: Tay-Tay. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's dating JR.
1: She is. Can I say something about JR? Yes. I co-signed this whole thing from the when they were dating, going on their dates on the show, yeah, I was like, oh my god, he's seems like he's so into her, he's so amazing. like I was totally I was co-signing this whole thing.
0: So you're the reason why my team has to work overtime to cover this relationship that's online now.
1: Um, I'd probably say i'm I'm part to blame because I definitely uh encouraged her. I, listen, I only, you have to think, we would have got six, seven weeks, we would go to dinner, have drinks and stuff after, um, obviously a lot has happened since then, but um, yeah, you know, I didn't, I still don't know, know him, obviously how she knows him.
0: But I, Tamar, the the thing that was interesting, Tamar said after the um, the the Braxton Family Values when I did an interview with her that she was never doing reality TV again because it destroyed her family. But then now she's back on this reality dating show, so I was kind of confused mm. by that. But she found Jr. There was the whole thing that went down with her, Candy Burrs Jr. The husband Todd, and then you know they broke up. Mm-hmm. And then she was robbed in Atlanta or burglarized. The car was burglarized. And then she talked about how he wasn't there for her. But now they're back together again. And the rumors have it that they're going to get married. You're here for that?
1: I am here for whatever Tamar wants for her life. Mm. You know, I feel, I know that they do have a connection. Um, I'm hoping that... Yeah, I'm hoping maybe they could go to therapy together.
0: But after he broke up with her, then went out with Tommy, Yeah. then went and got back with her, and then she went to the game with him to get back at Tommy, it's just giving less Braxton value. It's giving dollar store value. Yeah. But that's why y'all gotta be careful when y'all date these men, because we wouldn't be talking about J.R. if we weren't talking about Tamar Braxton.
1: That's very true. Mm. That is very true um i don't really have a comment (laughs) i mean i just want my girl honestly i feel like i love tamar made my us shooting together the show so much fun like she support like if i'm trending she'll like post it like she she generally has, has supported me and made the whole experience fun obviously you don't want your friend in a toxic you know relationship and, um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that they figure it out. And obviously there's kids involved, maybe do therapy together. I don't know. The whole thing with Tommy, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. I was, like, so confused, Tommy. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. But I, just, I want her happy at the end of the day. I think she's, she's uh, a good person.
0: The Queen's Court. You're not doing dating again on TV?
1: No, I'm not going to do dating okay. again. No, I think I'm good on it. I just, Yeah. I think that I experienced it, I did it. I'm good on it. Obviously okay. it, it worked and didn't work out, but you yeah, know.
0: Well, since uh, Evelyn decided to drop a lot of gems today, we're going to give her one more gift. There's a box.
1: <laughs> oh, this feels very heavy. What is in here? That was that was genius. <laughs> oh, this is
0: a jewelry box because we know you got the big hoop earrings and the big and the big jewelry.
1: Jason, this is so cute with the butterfly. I mean,
0: you... I mean, listen, shout out to Marina. This, she...
1: Shout out, girl. This is so cute. I can put my hoops in here. So
0: what's the name of your, you have a jewelry line?
1: Yes, it's called BX Glow. And um, so I started BX Glow, what, now in 2018. So it's been doing great. Um, and like I said, that's another reason why I do the show. I like, I wear my earrings on every episode. I'm like, if you ain't catch it in episode one, you're gonna catch it in episode three. <laughs> but I have the jewelry line bxgold.com and SG by Evelyn Lozada, which is like the one piece of uh, body suits. This is so pretty.
0: Do you ever promote your jewelry on OnlyFans?
1: Um, I do. <laughs> Head over there. I started a new page.
0: (laughs) When did you start OnlyFans? Well,
1: during pandemic, I had an OnlyFans only for the feet, which became this thing because I had like ankle bracelets and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to start an OnlyFans just for my feet. Baby, (laughs) it tapped me into a whole other world. Like people are really into feet. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, I don't know how many like... How long I can do this for? So I ended up getting rid of the page of whatever, which I'm mad about because I had a good following. But I just deleted it. I just deleted it. I'm like, you
0: never delete.
1: I'm a fucking idiot. Sometimes I'm like, like it was doing great, but then I was like, oh my god, you know, having like super morals. I'm like, I'm gonna delete it. Like fuck it, right? And then now. I don't like to post, like, anything overly sexy on Instagram. And granted, I have an OnlyFans page, but I'm not posting, like, my pussy and tits yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Like, it's not crazy. Like, it's literally stuff you'll see me wear in Miami. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's been doing pretty good, too.
0: Well, what, you could do tastefully nude shoots, like body. Like, you know how you see the athletes that do, like, the body edition for ESPN? They're not yeah. fully nude and busting it open, but they're... It's yeah, like, I
1: like that. I yeah. like that, like, nice lighting, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But I also have to always be aware... Anything that I post on OnlyFans, if it ends up online, I have to be mindful of that, especially, you know, my daughter doesn't care. She's grown, but, you know, I have a son, so I don't want him to be like, oh, my God. So um what
0: Amber Rose told me she did one photo one time, sent it to all her people, made 400,000 with one photo. Really? Because it's the DMs where they click to unlock it. They, there's no two step authentication. Once they click the picture, you ought to make get the money
1: wow you need to
0: connect with amber on that OnlyFans because i know in the feet thing that's a big thing like, it people,
1: is a feet. It, it, it's a huge thing so fetish. they'll be like it's a i don't get it because i don't have it um but you know they'll say things like oh, wear white polish i want to see your soles. do you have wrinkly uh sold. i'm like what <laughs> and yeah they'll pay, and they'll pay to see they'll pay to just see it like my feet are always like a thing for whatever reason but it's it's like there's a whole like culture like there's a whole thing with it
0: there's a whole feet world out there
1: yeah some of the photos so i have um a girl that runs the, the only fans page for me because it's hard for me so like i need help yeah, yeah, yeah. so um she lets me know like what type of photos she was like girl they they're requesting more feet i'm like like pictures <laughs> with my feet in it i'm like sure <laughs>
0: Well, she got the white toe polish on today, so you might get lucky later on.
1: I know. Head
0: over there to OnlyFans. I've never promoted OnlyFans in my life.
1: You know what? Go check it out. I appreciate that. Okay,
0: well, no, you're not getting out of here yet because that was all the fun stuff, but now we got to get to the real heart and soul of the show. We got to play the games.
1: Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're here at the Jason Lee Show. We have some very fun games. All right. Pillar game here is called Smash Your Pass, and that's where <laughs> we put a photo of a celebrity up, somebody that you may know. And it's simple, you just either gotta say you smash your pass on the side of your your chair. There, you have a paddle that says Smash Your Pass.
1: Oh, are you gonna do it with me too?
0: Yes, of course, yes,
1: fun! Course. All right, give us some good ones.
0: <laughs> well, they've been pre selected. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this person's name, I want to say, go ahead and put the picture up. Is it Killian Mbappe? What is it? Mbappe?
1: Oh,
0: he's a soccer player with 110 million followers on Instagram, and you're one of those followers. So you clearly already know he's beautiful and all of that. I follow him. Yes.
1: Oh, do I? Yes. I don't, how did I end up following him? Yep, I'll definitely smash that.
0: <laughs> Money. I'm telling you.
1: He's how old is he?
0: How old is that guy? He's prob- he's, hot. he's probably half of our age plus seven, 24. younger than that. The- <laughs> he's half of our age. We
1: should be ashamed of ourselves.
0: Smash!
1: Smash!
0: <laughs> no, he's gorgeous. He actually oh, is hot. very successful soccer player. I'm telling you, you if you haven't looked at soccer, you need to just take a moment, just hour on the weekend, and start googling. Like that's
1: yeah, he's a cutie. Okay.
0: Okay. And you follow him too. All right, this next person. I think he's Puerto Rican, too. Bad Bunny.
1: No, I'll pass him.
0: Pass on Bad Bunny?
1: Yeah. I mean, he is Puerto Rican, but I don't know. I'm teetering a little bit. Why? I don't know. My daughter likes him. <laughs> I'll give him to Shaw.
0: Okay, well... You <laughs> I mean, he, he is dating Kylie, K- Kendall Jenner. Right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, his, I, everybody says online his brand value kind of went down after he went over there. But, I mean, Bad Bunny, he's, he's, I love his story. I love him. He's a great guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 But
0: yeah. it's a no for you.
1: Because um, mm.
0: right now it says smash.
1: I'll smash Bad Bunny.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Peer <laughs> pressure. <laughs> All right. This next person. He loved the girls with the brown skin, even though he got the white girl, Travis Kelsey. He's the one that's dating um, Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, also I know who he is.
0: Wait, so you date you date white men?
1: I dated a white guy before, yeah. You did? I did. It was it was a he ended up not. It was it was good.
0: <laughs> the sex was good.
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Travis
0: looks like he has good sex. I just wonder. He just looks like a lot of man for Taylor, but they seem to be happy together.
1: Ah, I like how he looks. I'm sorry. I don't need the Taylor fans coming. But him and his ex-girlfriend were a vibe. Together. Vibe. I did a shoot recently with Shanice, Chloe, and Fabletics, and Kayla was there. But I feel like they make such a beautiful couple. Mm. For sure. Like, they're just a vibe together. He's, I mean, a- he's hot. He's hot and I feel like he gives me, where did he grow up? Because he gives me, he has flavor. He
0: gives like, he was around the culture growing up. For sure. Yeah. I
1: love that. <laughs> so like the white guy that I dated, he was white, but he was like. White, white? Nah, he wasn't white, white. Like he was kind of like a little like LA Mexican kind of vibe. Really? Like I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. This next guy, a little short, Mark Anthony.
1: <laughs> I'll smash Mark. Anthony. You'll
0: smash Mark Anthony. I
1: would. Who wouldn't? Me. Really? I think Mark is hot, but I'm such a like. You know, we're like cool friends. You and Mark? Yeah.
0: Well, because all of you are Puerto. He's Puerto Rican he's too. He's Puerto
1: Rican, and um, I think did we meet through Chad? We may have met through Chad. I think we met through Chad back in the day. So like when things were like going left between. Uh, Chad and I, he had Mark uh, reach out. That's a fun fact. Really? Back in the day, yeah. And um, yeah, he knows I'm like a super, I mean, I have every album. Even my mom, I took my mom to his concert. Uh, Backstage, he gave my mom the Puerto Rican flag. Like, humble, cool guy. So I'll definitely smash Mark.
0: Wait, back in the day when there was that photo that popped up of you at his house, remember that?
1: Back, (laughs) yeah, he wasn't there.
0: No, I know, but didn't everybody try to say, like, you guys had something going on? Oh, Remember yeah, that?
1: everybody was like, oh, my God, she's at Mark's house, this, that, or whatever, but no, he wasn't there, but that we're was the friends. Yeah, we're clearly friends, and um, I think he has a concert cover. Every time he comes here, I'm going.
0: Everybody does that, that I know that know him says that he's the nicest guy.
1: And if, so have you been around him?
0: I've only met him one time.
1: Like, if you're, like, hang, hang, hang out with him, you'll understand why J-Lo vibed him, or why mm-hmm. all the women, because he just has, like this thing about him. You know what I'm saying? So I know he's from like Harlem, New York, Puerto Rican, but he definitely has this like- Swag? He has a swag about him for sure. For Mm. sure. Do you know J-Lo? Yes.
0: Are you guys friends?
1: You know what? We hung out back in the day. So J-Lo, when J-Lo was with Diddy, his attorney, I was uh, working for, uh, Kenny Micellis, who was, him and I really, we're still good friends. Mm -hmm. Long story short, J-Lo and I, we had hung out uh, back in the day during that era mm-hmm. in that time.
0: Yeah. You guys seem like you would vibe, though, because she's yeah. very much like you. Like, she's very much like this. Just yeah. cool, chill.
1: Yeah, we're, I'm, we're from literally the same hood. The Bronx. The Bronx. Yeah. I mean, just a couple of blocks away. So, you know, everything she does, her music, her vibe, how she dresses, like, I, I told, like I love it because it's, you know, it's very New York.
0: And you know she's Leo.
1: She is a Leo. She is, she is a Leo. Um, she has
0: a new album coming out, by the way. I've heard it, seen everything. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Good. We love Eugenia. Okay. Um, this next person, recently single, Partisan Fontaine. He's the one that was dating uh, Megan, but he's a great guy.
1: He is a great guy, but I don't want to smash him.
0: He's hot and yeah. successful. No. No? Well, party, I'm not gonna put the sign up because it would be distressful, but I think you're hot.
1: Yeah, I think he I think he's hot. I just I mean, do I wanna hit it? No. Mm. <laughs> you're like mm.
0: Okay. Speaking of hit it, this man just hit a car the other night. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Why pass?
1: Mm. Oh, no. he's, I don't know. He's I like a little more edge.
0: He just hit a car the other no. and smashed a Lamborghini into a parked car.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think he's handsome. I definitely was a fan after the, the movie.
0: <laughs> Wakanda? Yeah. Oh. But, um, but you're going to leave it in an imaginary location like yeah. Wakanda? Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm going to leave it in Wakanda land.
0: Okay. This guy's hot. I ran into him at Mastro's. The Rock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you know you ain't smashing The Rock.
0: He's too big.
1: He's too big. He's just, yeah, he's not a bad looking guy. It's just, yeah, he's just, he's, I'm not attracted to him. Mm.
0: He's also very safe. Like, I like a little edge too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I like, he's, yeah. Okay. All, all the positive stuff I still want him.
0: Now, this one has a little edge to him and he's also uh, from another country. Burn a boy. Um, <laughs> she ain't turning that pedal around for <laughs> shit. No. You, he looks good there. Yeah.
1: Wow, I've never seen him with no shirt.
0: Yeah, he's, you know, last I love Burner Boy. Yeah. You love I his did. music, but he. I ain't.
1: love his music.
0: But no smashing.
1: I never look at Burner Boy and think, like, oh, okay, I want to hit that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this next person can get you closer to God. How about that? Oh, Lord. Devon Franklin. Mm
1: Mm
0: -mm. I'm gonna say pass because you're a pastor, okay? That's it. That's it. (laughs) That's the end of that game. (laughs) Okay, well let's move on to the next game. This next game is uh, called Name Drop. This is a really simple game. I'm going to put somebody's face up there. You may know, may not know, hopefully you know them. And whatever comes to mind, the first thing you just got to say it. Ready? Save. Jaren Tamar.
1: Um, just one word or just,
0: oh. Whatever, whatever comes to mind.
1: Um, Ying and Yang.
0: Well, that's what keeps us together, right?
1: <laughs>
0: okay, the next person. Jennifer Lopez. Damn, she's hot.
1: Boss bitch. She it, looks good. It must there must be
0: some in the water in the Bronx, because y'all both look good.
1: Thank you. Damn. She she's she's she looks amazing there. She's definitely inspo, I'll tell you.
0: Do people in the Bronx love and honor her the way that they should? Oh, for sure. They do?
1: For sure. And Mark, too, like anything for sure. She's, I'm sure she can't walk around in the Bronx.
0: Do you remember when she did the Super Bowl and she, um, she, I mean, she used her platform to talk about like the challenge at the time when Trump had uh, young Spanish kids in cages at the border. She actually put the cages on the floor. I mean, it was a whole thing. Have you ever seen her documentary?
1: I did see her documentary. Yeah. I, I support anything she does, um, again, because I feel like we're from the same place and I get her. Uh, and she's been able to accomplish so much, especially from like where we come from. You know, it's mm-hmm. like to to be able to, you know, accomplish everything that she's been able to do is is a big deal. So, mm.
0: okay, what about this next person? You guys have history. Tammy Roman,
1: uh, great actress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was she acting when she said y'all betrayed her?
1: Uh, she said that.
0: Yeah. She said that she was betrayed by the Basketball Wives um, after being on the A-Seasons.
1: Mm, I don't know what she's referring to, but I mean, listen, we've had our issues throughout the years, but I'm actually, um, yeah, I know acting is her passion, and I know that that's what she's really working on. So
0: She's been killing it.
1: Yeah, she's been killing it, and it's, it's, it's good. It, it, she's a hard worker. Mm. That's one thing that, you know, you can't uh, take away from her. So, yeah.
0: All right, we love you, Tammy. All right, next. Joe Budden. A dickhead. Nobody ever has anything nice to say about Joe.
1: No, I don't like him. Mm. I don't like him. And and it really is, he made these, uh, he made some comments about my domestic violence incident with Chad. It was something referring that I can't recall exactly what it was. I did... Uh, pull something mm-hmm. uh, back to him. So yeah, I think he's an asshole.
0: Next person, Sterling Shepherd.
1: <laughs> Y'all like, shit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <A> cool guy.
0: <laughs> son-in-law?
1: Not son-in-law. You know what, um, when I did meet him, I was like, wow, he's a, he's a cool guy, mm-hmm. nice guy. We had drinks, we had dinner um but not son-in-law hmm.
0: do you feel like Shani uh, uh, your your daughter do you think she dodged a bullet
1: I don't know I think he, I don't ever hear anything bad about him
0: oh I don't know he was married to Chanel Yaman. that didn't go well
1: no I know I know but I don't think I don't, I've never heard of anything I can't really say that because hmm. I don't I don't know anything uh, negative about him nice smile He's nice smile, he, was, he had a great personality. Um, so yeah, I mean, unfortunately it didn't work out, but hopefully he's happy.
0: All right, cool, well look, this is the last game and this is uh, a game that I love, it's called Erase the Shade. Now, you know, you are the master I am not. Of shade when you want to give it when it needs to be thrown. If it gets thrown at you, you know, it's a boomerang. You throw it right back. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. the same way. Well, you've said some things, and now we're going to give you a chance to erase it if you want to. Perfect. Or you could, or you could just stand 10 toes down what you seem to do. When... I love
1: this. Okay. This, is a, this, is, did you, this is a clever game. Yes. I've said a lot of things that I want to erase.
0: <laughs> okay, well, here's one. I doubt this is going to be it. Okay. So, <laughs> Vanessa Ryder. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um... She posted something that says Hey Vanessa uh, This is when they asked her about being on the show Um, You said DMs on Instagram and Twitter were not available Until 2013 Uh, Not only did you lie to get on the show With your fake storyline of producers You are now stooping to the bottom of the barrel From which you came To make fake DMs from 2010 That still do not solidify your fake storyline In 2023 Regardless if you were asked to be on the show or not in the past or presently you still look like a damn fool you weirdo liar liar (laughs) bangs on fire please watch this real
1: not not liar liar (laughs) bangs on fire okay so I'm gonna stick (laughs) 10 toes down on that one I feel how I feel I did do a little more research for clarity I did do a little more research on whether Shawnee DM'd her so back in the day we didn't have Instagram so the network would use um, her Twitter at the time to DM potential cast members. Fun fact, they ended up not casting her then because her husband was in rehab. Sheesh. So that, so the DM did happen. So, yeah. So that's why she ended up not getting her, casted initially. But
0: with Liar Liar bangs on fire. That was clever. So we gonna let went, that stay.
1: Oh, no, I'm 10 toes down on okay. that one.
0: Well, um, this person tweeted you a while ago. The next one. Oh, Rob shit. Kardashian asked, well, you said that he, uh, he had a big sausage <laughs> ha, has a big sausage, and he asked he said, and you are a squirter. y'all had sex?
1: We never had sex that was a that was like a fun uh thing a joke-y on joke. that was a jokey joke. Okay. I've never seen uh Rob Kardashian's uh, sausage. Okay. Um, would I mind seeing it? I probably wouldn't mind seeing it. really? yeah.
0: See it in a picture, but not in person.
1: No, I would look at it in person. Okay, so... So you want me to give this?
0: Smash? (laughs) Rob Kardashian, you would not let Rob Kardashian smash?
1: I I think I would, maybe. I think I would.
0: Then if you have a baby by Rob Kardashian, you would have the second Kardashian child because none of them are Kardashians. You know, he's the only one. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. And then you would be... Well,
1: we wouldn't have a baby because I don't want any more, but it doesn't mean I wouldn't look at his sausage.
0: Do you think you can roll with Kim, Kylie, Courtney, Kendall, and that whole crew?
1: Chloe is like my girl. Like I love Chloe and the crew. Our kids all go to school together. Wait, so you're friends with Chloe? You're
0: friends with Chloe right now? Yeah. Okay, can you tell her? I said, hey, because you know we used to be cool after the Tristan thing, but then you know I don't know what happened.
1: Oh really? Did you did some? Did you guys say something negative?
0: No, I just. Well, I always. I mean I'm always, You're always me. in trouble. Yeah. But Chloe's a gangster. She can roll with it. Chloe's not soft by Chloe any measure. Chloe
1: is a fucking gangster and she is exactly who she is on the show in person like love her. She supported my my you know bodysuit line. Like she's just she's a girl's girl yeah. and um I love that about her.
0: Chloe would be the only Kardashian that I could see next to Kim that would actually come here at some point cuz she's gangster like I do oh, like yeah. Chloe. Okay. Well, yeah, I think so too. We'll talk offline about that. Yeah. Okay, well, this next tweet, this one's an ouch. Oh, Lord. Losing a child because your man cheated is one thing, but continuing to blame me for what your husband did is out of line. I'm not the woman he cheated with. And then you said, apologize for calling me a homewrecker, but went back to social media to continue the same narrative. Fuck out of here.
1: Oh, I'm 10 toes down on that. Who was that about? That was uh, to Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) That was to Vanessa. So I still feel the same way. So no, I'm not taking that back.
0: You don't like Vanessa.
1: I, I now don't like her because of what she did as far as like what she brought on the show. I just, she's not my vibe Yeah. at all. You know, I feel like I'm at a point where I want to like, you know, like even seeing you and everything you've accomplished, like I want to be around people that are like really doing some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, her coming on the show and, and creating all this drama, she was in Jennifer's business with, with, with her dude. It's like, girl, find something else to do. And obviously she created a real problem because now there's an issue between me and Amy. Right. You know, like the energy's weird now. And it's like, oh, for what?
0: But I feel like Amy's going to... Amy, you got to see this show and come around because Amy cannot be gaslit into a problem that spills over into her real life.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, that... I'm I'm with you. So I feel like it's not my risk. I've done all that I can yeah, do yeah. with the situation. And... You know if we fix it great i would love that for our kids but at the same time if anybody feels some type of way about it i honestly don't give a fuck because i didn't bring it to this platform
0: period here's the next one having a one-sided beef with someone you don't even know and still don't know is wild lol and That's- then, and that was in response to was that jennifer
1: that is to Bayang. That's to to that's to Vanessa. That's, Not
0: Bayang.
1: Yeah, it's like you you have a beef with me. I don't I I I don't know you.
0: I love how I have to ask who you're talking about because I don't know who you're talking about because you haven't said her name.
1: I try not to. It's like why, and even if you see, even with the tweets, I don't, I don't put her name because it's that's like what I'm
0: saying, like I even... know <laughs>
1: that you want this, yeah. and it's like I don't want to give it to you because this is what you want. I
0: love it. Yeah, so that's the shade on top of the shade. Yeah. Okay, this next one, um, you tweeted uh, Jennifer a long oh, time. Oh, this is an oldie. Yeah, you said no matter how long you walk around with those purple contacts, <gasps> you will never be a white girl. Insecure <sighs> ass.
1: I said that about Jennifer.
0: I mean, there it is. Oh my
1: God, that was 2000. I'll that was take it back. That was,
0: damn, how do we find a 2012 tweet, my team? I, here they I, go. I
1: knew it was old with that, with the photo. <laughs> I'll take that back.
0: Okay, well that's good. Yeah. All right. That's
1: one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: we got a couple more. Wait, oh my God, I just saw one in here. What? Is, where y'all find what these? What did I say? Okay, wait. What about this one right here? This Fuck. is Tammy Roman. You avoided me all season because you didn't want me to expose all of your lies, but you have the nerve to be on my son's father's page thirsty. Family over everything. You tried a chicken.
1: <laughs> I'll i take it back. That was so long ago. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that one back.
0: See, progress.
1: It is progress.
0: <laughs>
1: it is progress.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Um, Well, what about this next one? You had surgery on your pussy to fix your droopy lips and to tighten up your vaginal walls and your husband is still cheating on you. Lastly, go get a facial crater face, only a face a mom can love.
1: Now I- you know who that's to.
0: <laughs> Based on the reference, yes.
1: I'm 10 toes down on that one too.
0: Wait, did she get surgery? She had surgery to get her pussy fixed?
1: Yeah, so she, she talked about it on the show about how she spent 20K on her pussy. I'm like, girl. You should have spent 20K on a fucking therapist and mar- marriage counseling.
0: Or an investigator to see who your man is cheating with.
1: Yeah, no, she says she's the investigator. But my thing is, you, 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 you keep searching and you find and you still stay. So what is the fucking point?
0: Okay, this next one, it took me out. I couldn't even read the words. It's just the photo. <laughs> Vanessa needs to go to Party City and get a new wig.
1: That's Wh- actually her hair. Fun fact.
0: Wait, but the evolution of <laughs> frame choices, did you did you choose those side by no, side? No,
1: somebody must somebody tweeted. Oh, was it me this. Okay. oh honey, the 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 hair was a topic of conversation <laughs> aside from the skin. So
0: is that a wig that just like sat right on top?
1: No, that's her hair.
0: Oh, that's her actual hair?
1: No, that's her hair. I think she realizes now that it's it's not it. You know, cause you know, social media could be ruthless. Right? It's like, not only with the skin, but the hair. It's like, you're coming on this show, you're being messy as fuck, and you look crazy.
0: Two wrongs will never make a right. No.
1: So, but no, I believe that that's her hair. But no, somebody... People were clever on Twitter. They came up with some funny things.
0: Okay, last one. You know, Wendy Williams, I never bother anyone. I even bought you a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Congratulating you on your Broadway debut. Since you want me to open... Dulce in LA, maybe your man can come to the store and purchase shoes for another woman like he did at my Miami store. Blue.
1: Oh, that's Ouch. a hard one. That's a hard one to take back because she did reference my son. She made a comment about him. But I'm going to take it back because we did patch it up and we became cool. And um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take it back. But I was murderous <laughs> You know, I had just given birth to a son and she like made a comment about him. I'm like, nah. So, but. And that, kids
0: should be off limits. And
1: I mean, you saw what happened with him. That was all true. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. just capping. Yeah. So, but I love Wendy and we're, we're we're fine now. I
0: know. And we're sending love to you, Wendy. We're praying for you. Yeah. Well, this has been great. It's been a long time since we caught up. And, yeah. And um, did we miss anything?
1: No, Jason, you fucking, like, you don't miss a beat. What the hell? No, I think it's been, it's been good.
0: Well, look, this is a great catch up. Make sure you get caught up on all things basketball wives and Evelyn Lozada. Go buy the jewelry, wait for the picture with the lizard and the crown and keep coming back. Cause like, AA, if you keep coming back, it works. All right, we're out. Peace. Peace. Hey, thanks so much for watching The Jason Lee Show. To watch more episodes like that, click right here. And if you want to see more, subscribe below and click that notification bell.